This is the Cigar Authority. I'm kind of a big deal. The authority on everything cigar. You will respect my authority. Featuring cigar liberties from every major cigar brand. We have with us Christian Aroa. Rocky Patel. Victor Vitale. Eric Hansen. Oh my God, I can't believe it. Nick Perdomo. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Saka. Is Jesus Fuego. Joe Cusano. WWE Hall of Famer, Nikolai Volkov. It's the rock star, Pete Johnson. Jorge Padron. With your host, David Garofalo. That's me. This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. And his friends. That's you. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Cigar Authority. Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. The one and only Cigar Authority. We are the Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. Damn it, motherfuckers, it's the Cigar Authority. Welcome, 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 everybody. Saturday, July 30th, 2011. This is the Cigar Authority, Mr. Jonathan Chuck Morrison, and I am David Garofalo. Uh, we are live here at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. If you want to come by, see the show, stop by and have a cigar, take Route 93 to Exit 1. You come to the end of the exit at Route 28, take a right. We're one mile down on the right, and we'll be here for the next two hours talking cigars on the Cigar Authority. And this week... Uh, we're dealing with the IPCPR trade show that happened a couple weeks ago. This is like part two. Yeah, it's round two. Uh, because there was so much that happened there. Um, also, while we were there, was the European Cigar Award, so we'll tell you about that. Um, we have Cigar Snob here. We're going to go through Cigar Snob and look at all the different articles they have on there. Great issue, in my opinion. Yeah, you're yeah. only saying that because you've upped yourself <laughs> by 100 friends to my maybe extra 50 friends. <laughs> yeah, that's it for sure. And they spelled my name right, Chuck. And they spelled my they name wrong. His name wrong. They misspelled his name, and he ups himself 100 friends. It is your show, isn't it? That's what I thought. The Mr. Jonathan Show. Uh, what's new in cigars? Copycats. We get the grapevine, the rumor mill, things that are happening and talked about, including uh, bloggers in Texas that I did an interview with while I was there in Vegas. We'll talk about them in their Cro-Magnon cigar, uh, real boutique. Uh, and tonight, today we're going to smoke uh, Candy Mall and Swag Limitado 1999. First, let's say hi to the radio stations. Picking us up on the Cigar Authority radio network. What do you got, Mr. Jonathan? We've got WWZN AM 1510, The Revolution in Boston, WGHM 900, The Game in Nashua, New Hampshire, WARL 1320, Positive Energy in Providence, Rhode Island, and WGAM 1250, ESPN Radio in Manchester, New Hampshire. And why listen... And you can also watch our live video stream on Ustream.tv. We are also podcasted on Podbean.com and iTunes. And we are on demand with all of our online products anytime and everywhere on TheCigarAuthority.com. How about that for a commercial? Absolutely. Bam. Here's a couple of cigars. Give one to Chuck, which we have Chuck directly looking at him, <laughs> usually behind me. Cheers. Now right up in front where you belong. And uh, this is, oh, that's the wrong cigar. Hang on to ooh, that cigar, ooh, yeah. though. Hold Let's on to that, smoke that, First, we're going to smoke. Uh, that would be David's bad. No, I, I want to go with what I think is the milder of the two first. Uh, I've had bronchitis for a month now, so I haven't been smoking many cigars. So uh, I'm going to go easy to start off with, I think. Again, I haven't smoked either of them. This is a Swag Limitado Puro Dominicano uh, Limited Edition 1999. So there it is. So this company that just came out has product it's from 1999? Uh, tobacco from 1999, all Dominican. And it's – is it – obviously, I'm, I, we know the answer to this question, but so it is possible to purchase tobacco that's been aged since 1999 – 
because someone owns it somewhere and yeah, and they, they, they put the bills aside, or they bought it in 1999, put it aside, and waited for this. Who knows? I don't. I don't know the exact answer to that. Uh, nor do I have a lot of information on the cigar. There's not a lot of information out there on it. Uh, but swag is uh, owned by the people from. Um, help me out here. Swag is Rafael Nodel uh, Oliveros. Oliveros cigars. And um, Swag, I guess, is a trademark that is owned by that rapper. Um, Little Wayne? Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. It's not, it's not Little Sorry. Wayne. There's no T's. It's Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. With and, an apostrophe and everything. And uh, Raphael's son is a record producer that uh, produces Little Wayne. Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. I think all of the L's, it, it's not even capitalized. It's little L, I L apostrophe, Lil, capital W, Wayne. Okay. Uh, I'm going to use this uh, cigar cutter we talked about last week, and I want to talk about it again because I think it was the, the hottest new product at the trade show. I haven't uh, seen a new cigar cutter in probably 20 years since the bullet cigar cutter came out, the yeah. little round circle. You got a V cut, you got a straight cut, a guillotine cut, and then you have this new thing called a Shuriken. Shuriken. Yep. S-H-U-R-I-K-E-N. This is the neatest little thing. It's got six blades on it, sidewards blades, and you push into the cigar, into this The blades dowel. are on the inside of essentially what is an egg, if you're listening on the radio. So yep. you picture, you take a small robin egg, you cut it in half, and inside the robin egg there are these six ultra super sharp blades. It takes almost no pressure. You can just slide it right in. Boop, you hear it click, slide it out. Slide it right out, don't twist it. Because yeah, if you twist it, you will explode. You want to use that? No, no, I got something. Okay. I'm using my Davidoff 100-year anniversary cutter that came in the pack. Nice. Remember this? you gave me. Mm. Nice. Chuck's using his Calibri. Um, that was for the night to remember in New York City. Very oh, nice. So everybody's using something fancy today. Fancy. It's awesome. Okay, so... Uh, Puro Dominicano, meaning pure Dominican, the wrapper, the binder, the filler, all the fillers is all Dominican, and uh, it's swag uh, uh, 99, so we're assuming this is um, um, 99, the year of 1999, tobacco, uh, or maybe just the filler or whatever it is, who knows. Well, you like that. The uh, pre-light draw on this, we talk a lot about raisins when we pull on a cigar while we're lighting it and sometimes you pull on a cigar and you taste warm raisins yeah not today today my pre-light draw is getting me a cold raisin flavor which is much different than a warm raisin which is much different than just a room temperature raisin i'll be clearing my voice every once in a while i apologize for that in advance bronchitis since july 3rd then i have it terrible and i go to the trade show in las vegas dry air to begin with um, 4,000 people smoking cigars. I love cigars. I love the smell of cigars with bronchitis. Very, very tough. And um, it's the Super Bowl of cigars when I'm, I'm to try all these new things that came out. And I didn't not smoke. I had some cigars, but way, way less than I have uh, over the past for sure. And uh, since I've been back, barely any at all. So um, I have a uh, clean palate for sure. Um, but a dry, dry throat, nevertheless. So, uh, I'll do once in a while. I'm clearing my throat, so I apologize in advance for that. But, I need uh, to borrow your lighter. I just filled this thing up. I must have an air bubble or something. Thank you. Okay. 
So this is the swag, all Dominican. Um, again, I haven't smoked all that many cigars. Heavier and fuller body than I thought it was going to be, right from the go. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. if you remember, Chuck, it was a year ago when swag first came out. I came back from the trade show, did not smoke that cigar. You can't smoke them all. There's so many cigars you get. And I had a whole pile of them. I laid them down, and you you were attracted to it for maybe the outside um, white tissue that was wrapped around yeah. it or whatever it was. You picked it. You smoked it. It was the only sample I had. You said, I love this cigar. We bought it. We, we've done very well with it. Now they came with a limited limited release. So, so that's uh, the answer. You just have Chuck smoke it if he likes it. I bought He's it a regular already. guy. I actually bought this cigar untasted on the success of the regular swag, so I hope it's good anyway, but it's been ordered. It's not in yet. I don't know when it's going to come, but it's not here yet. So uh, you're gonna, I'm looking at you because uh, you're going to be the go-to guy. You're the, you're the swag guy as yep. far as I'm concerned. <clears throat> uh, while I was at that trade show, uh, I bumped into the folks at European or what was used to be known as European Cigar Cult Magazine, and uh, they offered me the opportunity again to go to their award ceremony. Unfortunately, it was at the same time that I had something else that I had to be at. I didn't know till the very last minute when it was going to be. I would have loved to have been, been there because it was great last year. Um, in talking to them, they said to me that they have changed the name of the magazine. And I knew they had changed from European Cigar Cult Magazine to European, I mean, European Cigar Cult Journal to European Cigar Journal. They got rid of that cult. And that was maybe six, seven months ago. Well, they changed the name again just to Cigar Journal. They took the European... Smart move. I don't want to read anything that says European. on it. I could care less about anything going on yeah, over there. Yeah, even though you carry that European satchel, you call, which I call a uh, handbag. Uh-huh. Well, that would be my laptop bag. So okay. nothing satchel about it. You want to talk satchel, take a look at Chuck's over there. He must have got it from his mother, who was a hippie, borrowed it, and that's what he carries his laptop. Fairly accurate. <laughs> Very accurate. Really? Did you get it from my mother, and well, I she picked was it a up. hippie. I, I there, we go. there you go. I got a distinct smell of old weed on it. so I On the just, bag. I, and I've never seen Chuck Stone, so I just assumed it was, you know, his mom puffing away in the 60s. Heavy. The cigar is a lot heavier. I went with this first because I thought for sure this would be milder than this Miami-made really boutique cigar we'll get into. Whenever you roast a nut, you get the extra sweetness out of it. Uh, This is tasting to me like an over-roasted or just slightly burnt or smoked walnut butter. A little fatty. uh, What what is the um, nuts that um, Thanksgiving... You, you cut into it and you put it in a pan and you put it in the oven. Roast nuts. Uh, chestnuts. Chestnuts. That's I got a little You're chestnut. chestnut, huh? Little chestnut. Huh? Mm. Nothing? Little chestnut. Chestnuts are fatty. And what does that have to do with anything? Because I said walnut. It's like a fattier nut. Oh, it's a fattier nut? Okay. Chestnuts. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Hmm. It's a little chestnutty. I'm going to think on that. Okay. Okay, so the European Cigar Journal Awards happened. I wasn't there. I was in Las Vegas when it happened, but I had to wait until the next morning to get the answers, and I'll give you the highlights right now of um, what they chose as best brand, best value. The best brand from the Dominican Republic was La Flor Dominicana Lajero. This is not their double Lajero. This is their single Lajero, and that is their best Dominican. The best Honduran was Elysion's Epinay. 
Another cigar we haven't really uh, tried on the show. Very popular, sells well. Uh, and um, the whole Elysion thing is exploding. They have a great new cigar coming out. I can't wait to have that on the show. Uh, bet, now, that's best brand. Best cigar. Dominican was Fuente Fuente Opus X Double Corona as the best cigar in the Dominican Republic. Uh, does this go not, on for every country? Yes. Yeah, they have it through everything. I'm giving you the highlights oh, of this. Oh, thank God you're giving it, us the highlights. It's not to go into every single thing. Honduras, Camacho, Triple Maduro, Torpedo, Nicaraguan. This was an oddity. The best cigar in Nicaragua was Cane Daytona Lancero. Now, we actually smoked that cigar because there was an event that happened, and this was the special cigar you got at the event. This is a non-production cigar. You cannot buy this cigar, yet it is the best cigar. And nothing to say nothing negative against um, Cane Daytona, but I will say something negative against the Cigar Journal, which I love, but it's a non-production cigar. How can it be... Voted the best cigar when you can't get the cigar. Yeah, it's unavailable. It's Snuffleupagus of cigars. You can't even. It's not in production. You never see it. You're not even really sure Big Bird is like flying with a full deck right now. Well, it's going to make people want it all the more, or whatever's going to happen there. Well, anyway, can... best cigar in the USA, Tatuaje Reserva SW, um, and we'll uh, we like that cigar, and we're going to try a uh, U.S. made cigar in the next hour. So. Um, We'll see what happens here. Best value cigar in Nicaragua. Would, would you think the best value in Nicaragua is? Nick Stick. Good choice. But it isn't. It's Brick House. Mm. Oh, all right. Which, which is a good choice. Uh, Very good choice. You know, we, we said that about that cigar two years ago. But um, isn't, get... well, is Nick Stick a Nicaraguan cigar? Yes. And it's less expensive than Brick House. Yes. Wouldn't that make it a better value? Yes. Okay. So they're wrong two times so far. Now, best. It's not necessarily they're wrong. This is All what right. they say, and we, it's our job to pick up these little things. You love and, them, and I understand that. I, I don't have a. I don't love them. I don't love anybody. Actually, I'm very grumpy right now. I didn't. You sleep are. You are. I, I, I think this is going to be one of those shows because you are grumpy. And I'm going to say that they were wrong two times. Best accessory. I'm on record. Now we just said what the best accessory was. We think it's this. Or I think. It's this cutter. An egg with knives pretty, in it. Pretty cool. Yeah, it's awesome. Never been out before. You're talking about a $20 cutter. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to when they come out. I have a prototype that's glued together. You, you not only have a prototype that's glued together, but that thing has seen a lot of cigars, a thousand cigars anyways. Right. You've had it for Everybody, a week. Everybody's, everybody's using it. Everybody's like, they is come the in thing the, up on your desk? Can I go up and... Yeah, can I use can the I, cutter? I want to use it. Uh, best accessory, that's what I would say. They have chose the DuPont Line 2 cutter. I mean lighter. It's a $1,000 lighter. $1,000 lighter. $1,000 has been around for a long, long time. It's a $1,000. Hey, I'm a retailer. We carry them. I want it to be the hottest accessory going, and I want to sell hundreds and hundreds of them. Fact of the matter is, believe me, I write home when I sell one of these things. You know, it's a big deal. Yeah. Let me call my mother, tell her, hey, Ma, guess what I did today? I sold one of these lighters. It's a $1,000 light. It doesn't happen all the time. It's not the hottest accessory going. What kind of crazy person do you have to be to purchase a $1,000 lighter? I have one. You you didn't buy a thousand dollar lighter. It is the jewelry of a cigar smoker. Listen, I don't have a fancy watch. I have them, but I don't wear them. Jewelry and all the stuff. My jewelry is my lighter and cutter, which I carry with me. I have, I've only seen you use your Dupont lighter one time, and it was on the show. 
when you were out of lighters to talk about, you pulled out the DuPont? I would save the DuPont for special occasions when I'm going someplace. The problem is a lot of the places I go that are special occasions are out of state, and I have to fly there, and I will not bring it with me on a plane because oh, they'll take no. it away. So I, I'm scared to do that. So it barely gets used now. In the old days, it was a big thing. You know, I, I'd, I'd take it everywhere I'd go. Nowadays, I'm not letting the, the guy in um, Logan Airport take my $1,000 lighter. He's not getting it. Um, Cigar Journal Awards for the best ambassador to cigars was the New York Tobacconist Association. Strike three. I will never read the magazine again. <laughs> Um, Sorry. Well, and you know what? I, I love that these guys finally formed. It took way too many years for them to get together. It's yeah, great they, that they did they it. They waited until they were going out of business. Yep. And, and too they, little, and they, too late. And they lost. And they're the best. And they have no cap on it. And they did not get anything actually done yet. And I wish them all the best. And I'm here to help. But, um, you know, it's it's like giving... They have a YouTube video with 250 hits on it, though. It's, it is a good YouTube video. And it's right to the point, And I like that we played it. Um, the fact of the matter is it's like giving the award to the team that lost the game. Yeah. You know, uh, it's one thing to give everyone a trophy when you're six and you're in T-ball and whatever, but sorry, this one's a failure. Uh, best art on, on a cigar, the artwork, um, is Gurkha, and they do some fantastic uh, artwork. i got to give, give them that. Lifetime achievement went to Carlos Taranio Sr. And those are the highlights for the Cigar Journal. And, again, I wish I ended up going to it, and I look forward to their uh, magazine when it comes out again as, the, as Cigar Journal. It is written in, in two languages. Um, each magazine comes both ways. There will be a line in the middle of the page and written in German. I don't know. I believe German on one side and uh, English on the other, um, and what we'll end up seeing. But we all know that the number one smoking uh, cigar smoking country by far is the United States, and this is this is the turn of changing it from European. It has nothing to do with your uh, your bag or the way you are. What's number two? Do you know? Number two smoking country. Well, the number one smoking country would be probably China. Because they oh, smoke oh. lots of cigarettes. Right, right, right. But uh, the number one smoking country for cigars is the United States for smoking cigars. I would say China is on the on the rise for cigars, though. I've been reading that on the different blogs and different articles. China gets mentioned quite a bit. There's two it billion of them. You know, you got to imagine. Yeah. Play the numbers there, yeah. 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 Even if you're talking about one in a thousand people, like in the United States, that smoke cigars, you're still dealing with an awful lot of people. An awful lot. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, that is what European Cigar Journal did. Uh, I wish I went to it. And uh, next year I'm taking you, by the way. We said that, right? Yes. Next year you're going to come. And people are going to hate you because you come out and say things not the uh, proper way. But that's part of your charm that I, yeah, that I like. Yeah, charm. So uh, my boy Ed Angers is yeah. in the chat box. He's in, he's in the chat box. He's on the chat box. Hi, Ed. So before it was Mr. Jonathan always turned to the right, and you, you, it wasn't like he was paying attention to the camera, and you folks that are, that are watching watching the show on the Ustream, now you'll notice he's always looking down. All right. And that's because this he's is, a downer. I've been thinking, I've been thinking about this since uh, Dwayne said something about it. The people on the chat box are the same people looking in that camera. The people Not on the necessarily, radio cannot tell. When I, go, when I go on the one time I missed the show... I did not participate in the chat. I watched the show. 
There's way more people watching than, than are participating, wouldn't you imagine? Yes, but the people participating are the only ones I care about because they're feeding my ego. So they're the ones I'd want to pay attention to. Well, the they're rest part, of they're them, part of the show, and, I want, and I want you to look every once in a while and pay attention, but I want you to pay attention to the show because you're all I got here to bounce things off of. And, it, and you know, <laughs> well, I, love, I love Ed, too, and he's part of the show, but you, you have to pay attention to the show. He and me. All right. Point try taken. to. Try Point to. taken. Try to. New cigars coming out. New cigars. Lots of new cigars. Actually, the number was 300. There were 300 new cigars at the trade show. I'm gonna. Uh, I, I've touched on some of them last week. I'm gonna touch on some this week. A Toro Fuente Casa Cuba. Uh, that was supposed to be the big talk of the show. We go up at the booth. It was pulled. It was decided not to be released. Uh, Carlos Hopefully Fuente. taking that word Cuba out. Nope, that's, not pumping that, them up at all. That's the brand they own. They've owned that name for a long time, Casa Cuba, and decided that they weren't happy with the packaging for one reason or the other. Carlos Fuente Jr., let me tell you, if there's anybody that puts something off year after year after year, it's not perfect, it's not perfect, it's him. And that says a lot of good that it gets put off because it's got to be perfect. But, man, if the color's off a little too, just put the cigar out. My well, God. the residual effect is he ends up with all this extra buzz because he does eight release parties for the same yeah. cigar before it finally comes out. And then when it comes out, it's gone. All right. Another thing they released at that show is the Atorio Fuente Hemingway short story, Maduro. This is something that is a rare, rare cigar. You would see it every, I think we received it once, ever. And, um... It's going to be a regular production, and um, I understand it has been shipped this week, so we should get it any day now, and it'll be a regular production cigar. Um, my buddies at CNC, that's Joe Cusano. He came out with two products on his new company. One's called Rollback. It's a cigar in the $2 range. The other one is called LRMD. It's called Limited Reserve Maduro. Um, we'll smoke them soon because they're coming soon. Uh, Camacho Liberty Series 2011. Usually that's a product that would come out at 4th of July. It has not come out yet. It is coming. Uh, they're saying in September. So they're a few months behind on that. That whole company, which is now run by the Davidoff people that have Cusano also too, trying to put all the companies together and everything actually slowed everything down, so everything is backed up. Hopefully they're getting their crap together over there because now they have a new president uh, over in Europe, a new president in the U.S. You no longer have to deal with, we'll say in the case of Cusano cigars. I know I would not want Mike Cusano calling me every day complaining that my cigars weren't in. On the other hand, I would love it if he was calling me every day because I like Mike. But if the complaint is the cigars aren't in, now i got to ramp up production and now someone else calls in. You know, Christian Aroa calls in, hey, where are my cigars? You consolidate it all. Now you're the boss, and you can relax because when it gets out, it gets out. No one's calling and ringing hey, the phones. I'm frustrated because I need that product to sell. I have customers looking for it. It's lost sales. It's lost revenue, and it's a business. The one positive thing I'll say, if there's a problem with the cigar and you're holding it back because it's not perfect, please hold it back because it's not perfect because you don't want returns. You don't want angry customers or anything like that. So there's the balancing act of whatever it is. Half of me says, uh, you know, where is it? I need this thing right away. And then the other half is saying, don't send it to me till it's right. I don't, I don't want the headache. It's like getting on a plane and a pilot saying we're having a serious problem with the engine. 
We're going to take off anyway. We're going to take off anyway because I know you guys are in a hurry. You know something? Actually, let's not leave. Not that big <laughs> yeah, of a hurry. <laughs> take your time. So that's that's the uh, the thing. You want to borrow my Swiss Army knife that I smuggled on the plane? Got to need a screwdriver. There we go. Uh, Davidoff has two new products coming out. The LE 2011. It's called the White Edition. It's a white box. Beautiful cigar. Really, really nice. Price uh, point on that. It's going to be up there. Yeah. And the Davidoff 100, which is a serious limited release that uh, we they've already told us. We have three stores, two boxes of 10 per store. It's 60 cigars. I don't think I'm going to sell the cigar. I smoked that cigar on Thursday. Yeah? Okay, good. David brought me to the Red Sox game, my very first Red Sox game ever. Really? So he calls me up and say, I'm in the office, and he says, I got two tickets. I don't really want to go to the Red Sox. Do you want to go to the Red Sox? And I'm like, not really. Okay, perfect. Let's do it. I call into work. Can I get it off? Yeah. So we go. Now my wife finds day out. Day game, right? It was a day game. Day game. My Thursday wife, day game. Traffic is not bad enough because traffic in Boston is ridiculous every single day. But add 32,000 people to the Red Sox game and try and try to find a place to park. Go ahead. So David is a lunatic behind the wheel. To begin with. Very cautious drive, I make Yeah, sure very cautious. He doesn't even look at the car that's in front of him until it's 10 feet in front of him, and his car Not is true. screaming at him to please apply the brakes. It you, starts applying the brakes for him. You have to be a little more aggressive when you're in downtown Boston. I, I grew up there. You have to be a little more he aggressive. He actually Offensive yelled driver. out the window at someone, you let me in right there, or I will destroy my car, and I will be in that spot anyways, and your car will be ruined. Not at all. He is a lunatic. <laughs> so we go to the game. Now, my wife he's says He's videotaping me, me driving, by yeah, the way. There'll be a YouTube video. Oh, excellent. He's videotaping because he's getting a kick out of it I'm, as I'm driving. It was, you got to be a little more aggressive or you're never going to get there. It was scary, this is but beautiful. it was funny at the same time. So my wife finds out I'm going. She goes, what are you going to a baseball game for? You don't even like baseball. And I'm like, I really, at some point in my life, I've been you know, born and raised in Mass. I should go to a Red Sox game. Plus... You're an athletic guy. I am an athletic guy. It's a Comcast box. Everything's paid for. David let it slip that I'm a vegetarian, and they go down to Yawkey Way. Because they had the hot dogs and sausages and all that stuff in in the box. So I said, you go into the Red Sox game, you're really, you have a, I walked in, they said, you want a beer? I said, of course I want a beer. And I'm not a big beer drinker. I want a beer. I want a hot dog. Went in Rome, right? Right. Yeah. So uh, went in Rome. Do you like the Romans do? Yeah. What is that? That's an expression. That's an expression. So when it's that way, you get never the heard of it. You get to talk. No, okay. just kidding. <laughs> so, um, no, I'm not, it's not going to happen. I go, what? I'm not having a beer and I'm not having a hot dog. I said, just have, you know, do the people here and all this stuff. It's not going to happen. So the lady goes down to Yawkey Way, orders a, a veggie pizza, and brings it up. You are so high maintenance. So I'm go. like, I'm like, what do I owe you for the pizza? I feel bad. No, 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 it's all set. This what is do the, I owe you? This is freaking eight hundred dollars for the seat at the game. What do I owe you for the pizza? Yeah, okay, <laughs> they're gonna take ten dollars from you for the pizza. Well, I, it was, I was very impressed. I got to meet a lot of nice people, um, and uh, David and I actually got to have exactly the same conversation with this same guy who didn't exactly realize who Dave was. He kind of knew him, but he's telling Dave about all of these. Cigars that he likes. Be careful, because I gave him a business card, or you gave him a business card. He's listening from Rhode Island. He was a nice guy. Nice guy. He just didn't realize. It was funny to hear him talk to David. Telling me about cigars. Educating David about, you know, $1.50 cigars and $2 cigars and how they're phenomenal. And it ends up being the opposite. David educates him and says, well, how often do you smoke? And the guy says, well, like one cigar a month. And he goes, wouldn't you want to have the best? If you're going to put it, I mean, this is something you're putting in your mouth. You don't want 
the seconds of anything, and he goes through the whole thing. Excellent point. And I think yeah, uh, one, one cigar a month. I said, listen, I, I smoke about five cigars a day. I love Davidoff. They're twenty bucks a piece. Right. Five a day is a hundred dollars. You know, it gets up there. You're talking about three, four hundred dollars a week. Mm. There's an issue here, and maybe I don't smoke Davidoff all the time. You, on the other hand, one a month. Home run. Smoke Davidoff yeah. or smoke with, with, you know, the top thing. Not a second of such and such. You know, I get the seconds every once in a while. They're tight draws. and things. I said, yeah, it's guaranteed. They, they <laughs> were refused at the factory because they weigh too much and there's something wrong. Right. Right. The factory says, no, no, we can't put this as our regular line. It's we're not good enough. for $2. Yeah. So just, just recoup the cost of the tobacco or something. Yeah, it was a, it was a very interesting conversation with the guy. Now, and, and Mr. Jonathan doesn't. He's really not a vegetarian. He'll eat every once in a while something or whatever, if it's the right, whatever. Yeah. You, whatever get, the... you get once-in-a-lifetime meals, like a bone-in filet. Yeah. I've never had it before. I've only heard good things about I had it, and it was worth eating it that day. Digestive problems that I had. He chose that day. over the double cheeseburger dollar meal at the McDonald's. Correct. Good choice. Good choice. If he's going to smoke, he can have one piece of meat this year, it might as well be that bone-in filet. Gonna, yeah, it's going to be the top of the top. Right. And, and that was my point to him anyway. And if he's listening, uh, we're here to educate you. Yeah. That's what yeah. we're here. Cigar authority. It's yes. right there. That's right. Well, I tried explaining that to him as he was going through the explanation to me. And when he wouldn't listen, I'm, I'm on a cigar show. I, I get it. Thank you. I don't want to smoke a second. No, no, no. Please put it back, sir. Here, take one of mine. Try this. Mm. And finally, I was like... I, couldn't take it anymore. I passed them on to David. And you I should left. have some of the manufacturers come into your store once in a while. You should <laughs> do it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, after he's a while. Teaching, he's trying to teach the guy who invented in-store events. It's a fact. David was the first brick-and-mortar store to have cigar liberties, and he created the whole cigar liberty culture, bringing them in 20 years ago. Right. And this guy's saying, <laughs> you should have once in a while. You know, you should have Joe Cusano come into the store. Yeah, I have Joe Cusano's phone number in my phone right now. I can call him right now and have him in tomorrow. I saw I've played as best I could, but it was brutal. Who ends up winning? Did you guys stick it out all nine innings, or did you leave early? No. Oh, you want to hear two two bets that David gave? <coughs> okay. We're, we arrive in, like, the third end of inning. The, we arrive at the end of the second inning, <laughs> halfway through the third inning, and he says, I'll give you $100 if you can tell me what the score is. Couldn't in, front, tell in front of a whole bunch of people yeah, there watching I the game. Tell. I was not there for the game. I was there to enjoy the box and meet people, you know, <laughs> thinking these are the high rollers. I knew he wasn't paying attention at all. At all. I didn't I didn't even watch anything. Wow. Except when the guy said that the particular box we were in, when there's a left-handed batter, it is a high percentage of balls coming up. Fly balls. And yeah, so balls. I said, okay, when there's a lefty batter up, now I'm watching to make sure the ball's not coming. I didn't watch the game at all. Not at all. So then the second bet, this one's priceless. And had my camera battery not been dead, I would have taken him up on this. He said, I will give you $100, $800 bill, if you light that cigar that you He had a mouth, cigar in his mouth. Had a cigar unlit. in my mouth, unlit, just chewing on it, yep. talking to people. And he says, you light that, I'll give you $100. And I'm like, oh. They'll throw me out. And yeah, I say, and he goes, perfect, I'm yeah, ready to leave I'll anyway. The, I'll hold the camera. And I'm like, oh, all right. It would, we what almost they, had to do it on his phone. What are they going to do to you? You're like, they're going to say, hey, you, you can't smoke that here. You know, like say you made a mistake and you didn't realize. I thought it was in a box. I could smoke a cigar or something. No, you can't. You're going to have to put that out. You know, it's a really good cigar and stuff. I don't want to put it out. Well, you're going to have to leave. All right, I'm going to leave. And they're going to escort you out. Everybody's going to look, and I'm filming. Would have been awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next time. Cold, Jerry. Cold. <laughs> it's cold, Jerry. I'll come prepared. 
All right. So lots more cigars to talk about. Um, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to go through the latest Cigar Snob magazine. I have the rumors to talk about uh, that we're at the show, plus all about copycat brands. Saw lots of them at the show. Let's talk about the Cro-Magnon cigar that's alive and well in Texas and coming out soon. We talked to Skip and Mike in Las Vegas. We got the audio of that and lots more. So stick around, everybody. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, all that and more. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the Cigar Authority Radio Network. Hi, this is David Garofalo from the Cigar Authority. I'd like to invite you to visit one of my Two Guys Smoke Shops. Two Guys Smoke Shop is the largest cigar retailer in the world, and I'm very proud of that. It's stogie heaven. Two Guys is conveniently located off Exit 1, off Route 93, 95, and Route 3 in Salem, Seabrook, and Nashua, New Hampshire. You see, there's no cigar tax or sales tax in New Hampshire, and coincidentally, we have built three glorious cigar shops right over the border for your convenience. Take the pilgrimage to Two Guys Smoke Shop in tax-free New Hampshire or find us on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. We ship cigars everywhere and single cigars, too. Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's stogie heaven. Have you been arguing with your wife about the smell of your cigar smoking? My name is John Sullivan. I can make all that go away with a revolutionary new product called the Auric Pro Shield Air Purifier from the Auric Clean Home Center on Spitbrook Road in Nashua, New Hampshire. This is Mr. Jonathan. I used to get crap from the wife all the time about the smell of my cigar smoking coming up from my studio. But that has all stopped since I got my Auric Pro Shield Air Purifier from the Auric Clean Home Center on Spitbrook Road in Nashua, New Hampshire. Not only does the Auric Air purifier totally eliminate the smell of your cigars but also dust and dander bacteria and mold including spores and pollen i'd like to invite you to come see it for yourself and let me personally show you how simple i can fix your problem the auric clean home center is located at 8 spitbrook road at the corner of the dw highway in nashua new hampshire right across the street from two guys smoke shop visit my friend john sullivan in nashua new hampshire or call us at 603-595-2122 that's 603-595-2122 auric simply amazing since 63 There's a patch of land in Cuba located exactly at the latitude and longitude of 22 degrees north by 83 degrees west, where you will find Hacienda El Corojo, a plantation that once grew the best tobacco in all of the world. Today, these fields are not producers of tobacco any longer, but the seeds from their prize-winning plants still exist today. 2283 is a cigar brand that uses authentic El Corojo seed in its entire five-country blend. Nicaraguan, Honduran, Dominican El Corojo filler, certified Costa Rican Corojo binder, and finished off with lush, oily, Brazilian El Corojo seed wrapper, all from the seeds of the mother plants. 2283 come uncellophaned in wheels of 20, white tissue wrapped in bundles, and then safely placed in cedar cabinet boxes. Find out what's missing in today's cigars. It's El Corojo. 2283 has it certified. One taste, and you'll understand the old flavor you've been longing for. It's back, and it's 2283. 
Born of cold Russian winters, the wheat of hammer and sickle is hand-cleared in the Black Earth region, then dry shipped to the distillery, where masters of the craft distill and filter hammer and sickle six times, transforming the harvest into a smooth, super-premium vodka, worthy of its Russian heritage. Hammer and sickle, super-premium vodka, Russian reborn. 40% alcohol by volume, imported by Clean Spirits, LLC, Massachusetts. Please enjoy responsibly. Confucius. Chinese philosopher teachings have gone from the golden rules to fortune cookies. Confucius say, what you do not wish for yourself, you do not do to others. Confucius say, knowledge is recognizing what you know and what you don't. Profound? Maybe 200 years ago. But today, it's our pleasure to bring you Zing. Zing, spelled X-I-N-G, is a whole new smoking sensation. Zing Cigars not only shares medium-bodied, rich flavor from its deep, dark wrapper, but it's the deep, dark wisdom from the back of each of its cigar bands. Zing say, man who go to bed with itchy bum, wake up with a smelly finger. Way better than any Chinese fortune cookie, and way better tasting. And just like Chinese food, shortly after you've had it, you'll love to have another. Zing, it's what some call the modern-day fortune cookie. A great cigar with a little something extra, a little fun, and a whole lot of flavor. Zing. Oh, yeah, we're back. We're back live at Two Guys Smoke Shop. This is nice. Salem, New Hampshire. I don't have to play the bumpers anymore. Nothing. It's great. We have we have a new little board, so I hopefully the production, we're messing around with the production quality of what's going on here. So far, so good, Chuck? So far, so good. You're, you're liking it? I it's am. simpler. We're, video's working. Everything's going good. So far, I so got, good. i got to say, as far, as far as the show goes, uh, the biggest nightmare has been production. Um, I don't understand it um, of how things work, and but we're trying to accomplish a few different things. We are um, simulcasting on four radio stations. We are podcasting, and we're streaming live video all at the same time. Plus, we're broadcasting in the store live with a PA, and we are recording a backup podcast in the event something did go wrong at the radio station, which does happen. Uh, we have that. So there, there are five or six different elements going on. Which, so something's bound to go wrong, and, which it always does. And we are a remote. And from what I understand, and Chuck can back me up on this, Dave rolls his eyes every time, remote broadcasts, if they do one remote a month, there is one problem a month with the remote. And we go weeks on end without really having any problems. We have problems all the time. We have problems all the time. Yeah, I don't want to make it like we don't have it, but uh, it, it's tough, but I think we can pull it off, and, and I want excellence. I we want are getting to, there, yes. I, I excellence want, is always the goal. That's the goal. So we got the right man on the board over here. We know that we appreciate that Chuck is the genius that he is. Here we go. He fixes things at the radio station from here. You know why he does it? Because he makes mountains move. There you go. Yes. There you go. Now, MakeMountainsMove.com. We... That's his website, and you can find uh, his philosophy and his thoughts and feelings on MakingMountainsMove.com. Speaking of how heated our race is on Facebook, David is now within 25 friends of me. I broke the over 3,000 mark. Finally. Welcome to the club. Thank you very much. <laughs> Finally. Congratulations. You did, did it the day before me. That, what? <laughs> but I have to thank where, where, what put me over for sure. This is, this is what I'm curious about, because all of a sudden, in the last two days, you've jumped 87 people. Not not that I'm keeping close count or anything. I well, just... a new issue of Cigar Snob, which we're going to pick apart right now, uh, has come out. And uh, 
fantastic issue because on one of the pages they mentioned you. They mentioned me as a Facebook thing, page 108. But they spelled my name wrong, which I said. They spelled my name right. That's right. So I thought this really wasn't going to help me at all because they spelled the name wrong. I had somebody try to search myself with that spelling, and I showed up nowhere, and I said, ah, it's really not going to help, but it was very nice of them to put that in, and I appreciate it very much, but it cert- people went the extra mile, and some people actually messaged me and said, you know, I saw you in Cigar Snob, um, they spelled the name wrong, apparently, but after uh, some due diligence, I found you, and I appreciate them going the extra mile to find me, friend me, and Chuck, I was in full panic mode yesterday as I'm sitting at my computer literally watching Dave's numbers tick up in real time (laughs) in a full panic. So I jump in a couple of the groups and I start posting, you know, I'm I'm really trying to beat Dave. I'm not tagging his name because I don't want it to show up on his wall and have him find out. And the SOB found out and he ripped me a new one. On he was begging people. He was begging people, <laughs> literally begging people. Please, please, please be, my, be my, friend. my friend. I'll play with you. You can. Yeah, please be my friend. I have a ball, and you can. We'll we'll play, and I'll give you money or whatever you can oh, do. And man, I'm like, so holy God! I said, you are begging people to be your friend. I, again, I go back a couple weeks ago. I didn't realize it was a contest. If it was a contest, I would He's have been, been saying that for a year. No, a few weeks. He's so been I, saying that I didn't realize it, it was a contest for a year. Everything's a contest to him. Everything. So anyway, I'm up there. Thank you, Cigar Snob. We're going to talk about your uh, your uh, great magazine right now. I, I've said it, and I've said it many times that we carry all the magazines in here. Um, eventually, they all sell. People on the chat box are chiming in that you're 16 away from me right now. Okay. Help, help me out, buddies. Help me out. And I wanted to thank um, um, uh, the folks from Perdomo who sent some what, – what do they do um, – they sent some people. They suggested friends. Suggested okay. friends that showed up. And loyalist, loyalty cigars, whoever they are. I don't even know who they are. But they sent a whole bunch of people, wow. too. So <laughs> I knew Mr. Jonathan was going to oh, do this. Oh, man, I was. So these things are coming in from the cigar snob, from, from these other people that put it forward. And there were some that, you know, had ten people that are. We have and friends in common. Friends in common. Ten people. Ten people. This is Small what kills amount. me. He doesn't even understand Facebook, and he's catching up to me. I am the Facebook guy. And I'll tell you, I don't accept everybody. I don't accept real friends that, um, when I say real friends, people that... Uh, that have I girl do, parts that he may have dated in high school. He doesn't accept I that. don't accept... Um, it's a business thing. You know, I'm I, a snob, I, too. Yep. If, they, if they have cigar things, I don't want to talk about when we grew up and the bad things we did and stuff. And we'll put that aside and make believe that can never happen. So it's cigar stuff. And I talk about cigar stuff. And that's, all, that's my life. So that's what I talk about. Well, all these things are coming in. And I'm handpicking who, who I want. And I save a bunch of people that I all I have to hit is confirm. And they're all set because they're asking to be my friend, right? Am I yeah. doing this right? You are doing it right. So I come in this morning, and he's like, well, we're like 20-something apart or something like that. And I said, really? And I got to smirk him. He goes, what's up? I says, you know what? I was going to save this for two yeah. seconds before we go on the show. But I got 30-something people on the side. All I got to hit is confirm. And I'm going to go. I have Bloop. one on the side. That's it. Yeah. It's, a, it's a fake profile. Yeah. 
that wants to be my friend. So I'm, I'm taking over. I'm taking charge. And what he's doing is after I get a new friend, I'm he goes back. on there and goes on and tries to... Chuck, there's, you know I don't like to be wrong, <laughs> right? Like, And up until now, being wrong, you guys thought was my biggest thing. I don't like to lose. I Even noticed. if it's a contest that I made up in my own head, those are the worst to lose. So then whatever it takes, I'll create 30 fake profiles <laughs> and make them my friends. If, it, if that's what it takes. It's a sick thing, and there's no need for it. But anyway, uh, I'll have 37 it, fake Google email accounts. So, so last night, you, he was obviously freaking out because he goes on <laughs> some, some cigar chat board or something, literally begging people, please be yep. my friend and stuff. And I go on there and respond to him, and I go... Oh, you sorry piece of crap. Said, <laughs> yeah, they look were at you. Oh, my God. There's a, last night at my boat party was postponed until this coming Friday, and so I threw an emergency party at the, the dance studio that I work at. So the day the party ends, and then people still want to dance, and so we moved the party down the street to a place. It's a dive. It's got a bar down there with a band, and we're ripping it up down there until 1.30 in the morning. I get home at 2.30, and I'm on the laptop for another hour and a half. Finding friends, that's why I'm exhausted today. It's it's taking over Couldn't my life. Couldn't get any sleep. Whatever it takes. It's taking over my life. It gets you nothing. It gets you nowhere. It doesn't do anything <laughs> but you sick, sick man. Yeah. Uh, I got problems. Anyway, let me hold up Cigar Snob. <laughs> and this is Victoria with a K, Victoria, V-I-K-T-O-R-I-A. And I think this is why this magazine sells yeah. so well i think it's a good magazine anyway but we'll have them all on the table and the first ones that sell out every single time in a matter of a couple of days will be cigar snob the it's funny thing is i get i see uh friends in common with people and there'll yeah. be like 300 friends in common and i'll just see the name while my laptop's loading up or if it's on my phone and then the picture comes in and it's a well done up girl with all the right parts and all the right places she's in shape she obviously works out and this is the reason why we've got three or four hundred friends in common because no one thinks twice. That's a fake profile, and the fake profile has more people in common with me than most of my friends have friends because the answer is yes. Sex sells, baby. And packaging, everything that ends up happening to it, whatever, uh, they buy it blind, and uh, it's an enjoyable magazine. And it's good things, and it actually talks to how I feel. It talks to me better than some of the other bigger magazines because I don't have a lead yet, and I don't have a uh, yet. You know, yeah, yet. I so, can't see him getting a lead yet. He's he's a plain Jane kind of guy. So Eric Calvino, he's the editor uh, and owner of Cigar Snob. I met him before when I went down to Miami, and he had a um, a crawl like a pub crawl type of thing, but with cigar stores. And I went to. Uh, Padilla, I happened to be at Padilla. No, I, I think it was at um, uh, Tropical at uh, Casa Fernandez. Bumped into him and then later met him, met him and all the guys at the uh, Padilla Cigar Factory that was there on uh, Cali Ocho. And um, great magazine. Uh, very nice of him to uh, actually include me into it. Uh, go, going through the magazine, uh, this issue, uh, he did a story on writing instruments I found very interesting. Pens. And uh, what's interesting is um, the world has gone digital, high tech, mm -hmm. and believe it or not, pens are a thing of the past. It's like a typewriter type of thing, um, you know, and especially high-end type of pens. Uh, but um, DuPont, Schaefer, Mont Blanc, I mean, these are the names. I have a nice pen that I always use all the time, uh, not, not today, unfortunately, but 
I'm into nice pens and stuff. Again, it's one of the things I use all the time, and they talk about some nice pens. It's as as people are living longer and longer for you know modern technology, medicine, keeping you alive longer. Even with that, you would be considered an old school guy. You know, at 52 or whatever you are. 51. 51. Thank you. I'm aging you. Yeah. <clears throat> so. Just because you're you're a little bit behind the curve technology-wise, as people are coming up, even myself, I'm a dinosaur. You know, I'm learning. I, I was on Facebook three years after it was out. I was behind the curve. Yeah, you see that I, I still live out of my calendar, paper calendar that I pull out all the time. It's Me too, because that thing will never crash as long right. as you know where it is. Everybody else I see, they're, they're on their iPhones and stuff, and they put it down there, and I, I, I kind of don't trust it. Uh, I just have to have it. it it's, I don't know. It's crazy. People put their notes on their phone. I have attempted that a few times and then totally forgot that I put a note on the phone where I look at that calendar ten times a day. Um, <clears throat> I'll get with it eventually or whatever. But no, I don't in the think meantime, you will. No? So that's it? Uh, I, I live with it, whatever it is. Uh, story in here about shops in Arizona, and they, they pinpoint a certain area, and they talk about all the ones in that in that particular area. Would love you to come to New Hampshire. Cigar Snob, great cigar stores here in New Hampshire. Great organization, the Cigar Association of New Hampshire, um, where we uh, combat taxation and uh, smoking laws and things like that uh, and do a good job. It's great retailers up here. Uh, For people that are listening in New Hampshire, you want to grab one of the multicolored lighters. You'll see at Premier Cigar Stores in New Hampshire. And the stores that are part of the, the group. Cigar Association of New Hampshire. They, uh, you, buy the, you buy the lighter, which normally would retail for $2, and it's retailing for $3, and that extra dollar goes directly into the organization to help fight taxes and to pay for uh, the expensive lobbyists that go down and fight the good fight in D.C. And I'll tell you, it's a great little lighter we've been carrying for years. Uh, $2.99 is a refillable, uh, one-button click, adjustable flame. And it's the flame. only lighter that will light every single time, almost even if it doesn't have gas in it. Yeah. The thing is just unbelievable. Great little lighter. It says the Cigar Association of New Hampshire, and it's a way for us to raise money. We put money in ourselves and do whatever. It gets very expensive. We have our own lobbyists in the state that we pay for, and we have to keep. We're, we're lucky. Premium cigars have no tax. It's not by mistake. It's from a lot of hard work from a lot of good retailers. Did New Hampshire come in second in the uh, cigar journals? No, no. Thing? We're not in in no. the running at all, and we're, we're not doing even in the in honorable <clears throat> mention. Nothing. Not no. last place. But you know even. what? Don't pay any attention to us, please. You know, I kind of don't want the attention uh, because we don't want to be looked at or whatever. Maybe that's why they gave the last place guys first place. They're not the last place guy. I feel terrible for New York. They As have a I. 75% tax in that state, let alone the city tax that happens in New York City, that the, the expense it costs them to operate a cigar store in, in the most highest rent district in the country, in the world maybe, and these guys... You know, they deserve a pat on the back that they're surviving. It's just pretty amazing. There's a lot of people I understand, but the cost of the product is so much. They need a cap. They need a 50-cent cap like some states like Rhode Island. Save that state. Save them. With a 50-cent cap, it would do the same for new. It would make. It would raise more revenue. They would get more money and save the mom and pops and, 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 the, and the people in business in that state. And, Which uh, we're going to talk in the second hour about how Deval Patrick is uh, going to... He mess with before, Scott Bars again. The big F you before he leaves, uh, yeah. hurt, hurting uh, mom and pop stores before he walks out. 
What's that um, spoof on Star Wars? The uh, Mel Brooks. Spaceballs. Spaceballs. Dink, dink. Dink, 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 dink. That's the thought song that goes through my head whenever I think of Deval Patrick. <laughs> I don't know it. Obscure so. reference. Okay. Uh, they do ratings in, in, um, in Cigar Snob. Um, and um, in this issue, they, they rate by the size. So uh, the best Churchill, Toro, Torpedo. They rate the Opus X, which we saw in um, Cigar Journal, rating at top. They do the same with the, uh, as a Churchill size, the Opus X. Uh, Reserva de Chateau, they gave it a 93. We got Opus X in this week. This is a brand that used to come in the store, and in one day, they would be gone. We would limit the amount of cigars a person could get. It was, at one time, the hottest cigar, no doubt about it. There they are. It's a Saturday. Here they are, uh, and we have them. I haven't smoked one for the longest time because I would never want to smoke the cigar that I know a customer wanted and take it away from them. So uh, maybe someday next week or the week after or something, let's smoke it. Opus X because truly it's been a long time, and they're getting lots of love from the magazines, that's for sure. Do you think that the reason they're not flying off the shelves is the $18 price tag? Uh, it's always been like that. I mean, they range from $10 to... Twenty dollars. You got a guy like Perdomo who's up thirty-seven percent at the show. Yeah, lowering his prices, and these guys are keeping their prices the same, if not going up. Well, I'm, in the economy, I'm sure it has something to do with sales, for sure. Tie for second on the Churchill was Alec Bradley on in the Prosado at a ninety-two, and my father Labor Le, Le at a ninety-two. Best Toro, San Latano Habano. We're getting San Latano in. Uh, I smoked that cigar when I was at the trade show. Very, very impressed. San Latano by A.J. Fernandez um, is the best Toro, followed by Hoy de Nicaragua Cabaneta, which we like very much. Uh, best Torpedo, uh, not a surprise to me, Padron Anniversario, 1926. Uh, the Torpedo um, gets the best Torpedo at a 93. Another very expensive cigar, though. Very expensive. Love the cigar, though. Best Robusto is a tie between La Aurora 107 and the Casa Fernandez Aganoso Leave. And the best Corona was E.P. Carrillo, New Wave, Connecticut. Connecticut is back, baby. I'm telling you right now, Connecticut cigars are hot. They've never been cold, but I think they're getting lots of attention. And that tied with the Cane Daytona, which we talked about. Again, with um, European Cigar Magazine, Cane, they didn't do the Lancero, but Cane Day, they did the Corona, the Cane Daytona. Daytona um, Another one that deserves our taste again because they're getting lots of love out there. Um, best new selection. Um, um, best new selections. Yo, they, they actually talk about different cigars in here, yet they don't rate them. Brand new cigars um, that you may not have, and they actually talk about the cigar and how it tastes and things like that, like we do without giving it a rating. Yep. Actually, the same type of thing that we do. We've never rated a cigar. We like it, we don't like it, or whatever. Right. Um, and Facebook highlights that we like very much. We do. Because uh, they actually... We would like it. Facebook highlights a lot better if you highlighted the Cigar Authority and not just David. There, I said it. You know, the Cigar Authority on Facebook is, you know, you're pushing yourself. I'm pushing myself. Cigar Authority, what do we have? Do we have even 1,000 Oh, yeah, fans? we're over 1,000. Well, not 3,000. And it's all about the show. It shouldn't be about us. Let me tell you this. To yep. have a thousand likes as a as a, any kind of page is phenomenal on Facebook because we are not a 
superstar. We're not part of American pop culture. We're part of cigar culture. So you factor in the fact that one out of a thousand people smoke cigars. Yeah. How many of those people are on Facebook? How many of those people have heard about the Cigar Authority? A thousand is an impressive number. That's good. It's very good. Okay. All right. I didn't know. I, you know, I can only compare it to myself. You know, and I say I got three thousand. The show only has. Think about 1, how many times someone recommends that you like their page and you just ignore it. So out of all the people I've recommended that every single one of my cigar friends on Facebook, numerous times that they like the Cigar Authority, you, you send out 500 requests and. You get two likes out of it. Well, I wonder if, because two guys smoke shops on there, too, and I don't know how many fans they have. Let me look it up. But it's less than what I have myself, too. Facebook is really about people mm -hmm. and not companies. So somebody would, you know, you, you're not friends with a store. You're not friends with a radio show. You're friends with another person. So yeah. I wonder if, if that has something to do with it. I don't know. Oh, I know why two guys smoke <clears throat> shop doesn't have uh, a lot of likes. Because you don't have a you guys smoke shop page. Yes, there is. No, there isn't. There is. Oh, looks like we're bumping out to a break. Yeah, there is what? A hard break. Um, you have it as a job. It's not an official page. You didn't make a page. But you lost your page. That's right. They wanted me to change something on a page. And I you didn't completely do it. ignored it, and we lost everything. Oh, look, I've got a friend request. I'm going to deal with this while we're out on break. Okay. You've been listening to the Cigar hey, Authority. wait a second. Let's talk about the stuff that's coming out. All right. Littering on Hampton Beach, New Hampshire is bothering everybody, but leave our cigars out of it. We're going to come back and tell you about that. They're trying to stop smoking on beaches here in New Hampshire. We won't have it. Also in Massachusetts, they're about to lose their constitutional rights with um, Massachusetts Governor Deval Patrick, who could care less and wants to stop the cigar bars in Boston. He's going to do it personally himself. we got to put a stop to that. Events, promotions, and the copycats coming up, along with uh, my interview with uh, the guys from Texas uh, and a brand-new cigar coming up. So stick around, folks. We're going to be back in just a minute. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on The Cigar Authority Radio Network. Attention all business owners and entrepreneurs looking to grow your business or increase sales. Well, here's your chance to get in on the ground floor of our exclusive radio show, The Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority is broadcast across four powerful radio stations throughout New England and across the globe via podcast and live video stream. Team up with The Cigar Authority Radio Network and start connecting with our vast and dynamic audience of educated consumers with disposable income. For advertising and business opportunities designed to take your business to the next level, call me, Chuck Morrison, today at 603-630-8041. That's 603-630-8041. Or send us an email at ads at thecigarauthority.com. Look, if there's one thing that's true about the Cigar Authority listeners, it's that they all enjoy the finer things in life. And that most certainly includes your product or service. True or false? You don't have to spend a lot for a great cigar. True! Well, it's not true anymore, thanks to Dos Ombre Cigars. For over 20 years now, Dos Ombre has been the best bang for your buck brand, period. And with Dos Ombre, there's something for everyone. Try the mild white-banded Dos Ombre Dominican or the fuller-body green-banded Dos Ombre Nicaraguan. 
Or how about the red-banded Dos Ombre Honduran, available in natural or deep dock Maduro. Now with sizes for everyone, there's something for everyone. Handmade, long-filled, premium cigars in cost-saving bundles because you can't smoke the box. Dos Ombre, the best bang for your buck premium cigar, period. Now available in flavors. Try Dos Ombre flavors for something sweet. Hi, I'm Mr. Jonathan, the owner and operator of MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com. MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com is your one-stop shop for everything DJ or sound production. We do everything from weddings to backyard barbecues, boat cruises to theme parties. Whether you are planning a small, intimate gathering or a huge 4,000-person event, we have a package to fit your needs. Shoot me an email at info at MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com or call me at 603-475-1391. That's 603-475-1391. The back of the box is where all the bull goes. But in this case, there's no box. It's a bundle. A bundle of Desperado cigars. As a matter of fact, there's no band, no fancy ads, no promotions, or any bull at all. Because that costs money. And Desperado cigars are about saving you money. These are not first quality cigars. Not seamless, not perfect, or spectacular in any way. They are not made with tobaccos aged for 12 years, nor have they some secret fermentation process. This is second quality tobacco made in the Dominican Republic that was formed into a cigar for you to cut, light, and enjoy without breaking the bank. We think they taste pretty good for the money, they'll smoke pretty well, and they are so affordable it wouldn't kill you to hand one to a friend or two to enjoy with you. Desperado Cigars. They'll keep the bugs away and provide you with a nice, inexpensive smoke to experience for about a buck a cigar. Desperado. 15, 10, 15, 10, 15, 10, 15, 10, 10, 10, 15, 10, This is the Cigar Authority. I'm kind of a big deal. The authority on everything cigar. You will respect my authority. Featuring cigar liberties from every major cigar brand. We have with us Christian Aroa. Rocky Patel. Victor Vitale. Eric Hansen. Oh my God, I can't believe it. Nick Perdomo. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Saka. Is Jesus Fuego. Joe Cusano. WWE Hall of Famer, Nikolai Volkov. It's the rock star, Pete Johnson. Jorge Padron. With your host, David Garofalo. That's me. This is the guy behind the guy behind the guy. And his friends. That's you. It's time for the Cigar Authority. Cigar Authority. Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. The one and only Cigar Authority. We are the Cigar Authority. The Cigar Authority. Damn it, motherfuckers, it's the Cigar Authority. Welcome back, folks. We are live here at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. Exit one off Route 93. Come on by, say hello. We do the show each and every week live at a cigar shop because this is the cigar show that we actually really smoke cigars. We the can't do it in the studio. I don't know if there's another one that does it, but we don't do it in the studio. We do it um, live at a cigar shop because smoking cigars is the most important part of this show. Um, 
Hello to the four stations picking us up right now. WWZN AM 1510, The Revolution in Boston. WGHM 900, The Game in Nashua, New Hampshire. ARL 1320, Positive Energy in Providence, Rhode Island. And WGAM 1250 ESPN Radio in Manchester, New Hampshire. Also picking us up on Ustream.tv if you want to watch this mess or by any by all means pick us up on the CigarAuthority.com where you can find the podcast along with iTunes and lots of other places and more places coming in in the future. Did a lot of talking this week about other places maybe wanting to pick us up. Uh, back to the last cigar we just smoked, which was Swag Limitado, 1999. What do you think, Mr. Chuck Morrison? Um, I like it, David. I'm having a hard time keeping it lit. I'm not sure if that's just a... I had to relight myself. This was a sample. The cigar is not released yet. Hopefully, this is uh, a drying issue. That That's why the cigar isn't out. When it comes out, it'll... Uh... I had no problem with mine. I like the uh, second third of the stick. I really got some good flavors at that point. It's it's definitely a heavier cigar for me. I'd put it into the category of like a upper, heavier... Uh, medium bodied, maybe a light medium, heavy. Medium to full. Yeah. And uh, stronger than the regular swag that it is. And, um, you know, it, it seemed like uh, everybody wanted to get into fuller bodied cigars. Obviously, I think that's the move they made. Yeah. Uh, what I saw at the show, though, I mentioned uh, in going out that uh, Connecticut is back. It seemed like uh, a lot of people came out with uh, milder Connecticut shade wrap cigars, which, uh, as a retailer, I'll tell you, are the best selling cigars. Um, and, you know, we're really in business to sell, and um, there's two kinds of cigars in a cigar store, those that sell and those that don't. Some of them get a lot of play and a lot of talk online. Bloggers talk about them. Lanceros, for instance, they get lots and lots of talk. Um, we mentioned the Cane Lancero. It's not even a production cigar. Obviously, I can't make any money off it. it. It doesn't sell because it's not even production. Lanceros, for the most part, don't sell. They get a lot of talk. Connecticut Shade does not get a lot of talk. It does not get the big ratings. They sell like hell. So, uh, well, yep. Typically, a Connecticut Shade wrap cigar would be something on the more mild side. Yeah. So, and my thought it always has been that a Maduro cigar, you can use the sweetness of the Maduro to mask a heavier tobacco filler. And, so, and bring a unique taste to it. Yeah. What what I see is if you want to really rate a cigar, people vote with their wallets. Way different. And if they buy lots and lots of that cigar and they're actually paying for it, there's their vote. And Well, the in winner. the end, then, wouldn't Macanudo be the highest rated cigar of yeah. all time, then? Yeah. Yeah. Although I think uh, I see it in our store anyway, a, a slowdown of Macanudo. You know, it's been on top for probably 20 years or so. Uh, I see it slowing down. But things like Romeo and Juliet, another one that I really don't care for the cigars or anything, but they sell like crazy. And it's... There's the vote, you know. Uh, maybe it's marketing. Maybe it's um, brand um, recognition. Who knows what it is, but uh, they certainly sell. Um, the next cigar we're going to go into is a cigar that uh, somebody, speaking of Facebook, uh, saw us out there on Facebook um, on the Cigar Authority and said, I'd like to send you guys some sample cigars. Um, sent a, um, maybe like 15 different cigars. That's the way us. to do it. <laughs> And give you a chance to smoke it beforehand and stuff, which I haven't. I, pur- I pur- purposely didn't do it anyway. As I said, I wasn't feeling good, at, so uh, I didn't. So we're going to do it for the first time. Um, do you have any preconceived expectations going into this? Well, it's made in Miami. Um, the, the guy, Mel Gonzalez, not only uh, caught me on Facebook, followed up and sent the cigars out, but he actually called yesterday to talk about it. 
So uh, they said Mel Gonzalez was on the phone. I said, sure, put him through. Let's talk about it. And um, he told me a little about a cigar, which I'll get into. But the first thing I want to do is actually let's light her up. And I'm going to use the same cigar, same cutter I did before, the Shuriken, which does the six cuts. But this will be the first time I use it on a torpedo. This thing is supposed to work on everything. Torpedo, box press cigar, uh, big ring gauge, little cigars, it doesn't matter. This will be my first time trying it. I find with it that on the smaller ring gauge cigars, it doesn't work as well because the blades do not come to a point on the inside. So, and I just watched David break the most cardinal rule. Yep, you know what? I'm not. He licked it and then he sticked it. That's disgusting. It's no good. You got a drawer in yours? Mikey's using a little torpedo. I'm you, telling you right now. You've got to reach your lips a little further because the cut does go further down. So if you try again, put it further in your mouth. Okay. It does work. Okay. You know you know what he's saying is the, the, the cut is on the side of the cigar. So yeah. when I put it on my lips, I'm covering the cut with my lips, right? Right. And now if I slide it. I noticed that last week, actually. Okay. Yeah, you guys noticed it, it last week because I mentioned it last week. All right. So and I just mentioned it's, it now, it's actually and then you working. mentioned it again. All right. Thank you. It works, because I, I was thinking to myself, okay, this didn't work on a torpedo. I, I want to cut the end a little bit, but I'm not going to. Thank I'm, Yeah, I'm, use your own cutter. I'm putting this over here. I've had enough people putting their mouths on their cigars and then using my cutter. It's never going to happen to me again. This is my cutter. and that's Yeah, you can do whatever you want to your cutter. Thank you. I just know that I won't use your cutter. Can't believe he broke the cardinal sin. The guy who invented it as a sin. He put it in the Ten Commandments himself. Written. He's the Moses of cigars. And he breaks the first commandment. It is Thou gross. shalt not lick your cigar and then use I it. I didn't lick the cigar. On a cutter I put that in my, someone else is going to use. I put it in my mouth to see if I had a drawer and I didn't. You're right, because there's no spit on the inside of your mouth at all. I'm not contagious. I'm just going to... I'm not <sighs> contagious right now, the doctor said. That, that's great. That's great? Uh, that doesn't mean I want to make out with you. Okay, all right, we're, we're lighting the cigar. Let's enjoy the cigar a little bit. We'll go, I, I want to play uh, a taped interview I did while I was in Las Vegas um, at the Drew Estates Blog Fest. They actually rented a suite out. They had all the bloggers there. We got to, we got to meet. You weren't there. Uh, I got to meet a lot of the guys, um, two of which is Skip and Mike. Um, they, have a, they had a cigar brand called Cro-Magnon, and this is not available yet um, for stores to sell or anything, but these bloggers knew about it. I didn't know anything about it. It had no band on it. Um, although there's a uh, on the bands that will come out, it's going to be a skull on it, Cro-Magnon. Skip Martin uh, started uh, with publicity on this brand. Um, he had a cigar store in Galveston, Texas, but it was destroyed by Hurricane uh, Michael Mitchell. And is the man behind Adrian Cigars, another brand I, I didn't know anything about. Um, they have a lot; these guys have a lot of knowledge in in the tobacco field, and they wanted to come out with something very, very unique. So um, they said, "You want to try the cigar?" And they, uh, I did. And they said, "You want to interview me with it?" They asked me, and I said, "Sure, I have a tape recorder here." So we did a little um, tape. Can we uh, play that? It's just a few minutes long. Michael Rosales. Adrian Cigars. Adrian Cigars. Is that what I'm smoking here? This is an Adrian's Cro-Magnum. Yes, it is. Cro-Magnum. Cro-Magnum. 
All right, tell me about this. My man, that's a Connecticut, U.S. broadleaf Maduro, Connecticut. We're also using a Cameroon binder and the Nicaragua. Cameroon binder? Yes, sir. Now, that's very different. Very different. Okay, and what's the filler? Nicaraguan. All Nicaraguan filler? All Nicaraguan. And uh, beautifully attractive cigar, but no cigar band on it at all? No cigar band. And this is how it comes? That's how it is. And it's not out yet for regular production? Not, well, it, how it started out was it was a, it, my friend, Skip Martin, Chief Half on Twitter, people might know him, has a very specific profile cigar. And so I was always trying to figure out if I could make a cigar for him because he kind of challenged me that I... The cigars that I normally make are full-flavored, medium-body cigars, where he likes the full-bodied, full-flavored cigars. And so he was kind of always into a specific style of cigar. Um, you know, the Litos, DL660s, I mean, big okay. ring gauges, big body. And so how it came about was, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, you know, I'm going to start working on a cigar. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a cigar that you're going to love. And so as it came about... I, about six or seven months into it, probably not that long, so about six months into it, I showed up and I said, man, I got some cigars. And I'd always kind of given him some cigars. But, you know, you're going to love this cigar. We show up and we, I said, try the cigar. Let me just think. This is, this is good stuff, man. This is to his taste. Yes. We're here uh, on the rooftop. What hotel was this? We are at the MGM. MGM on the rooftop. The rooftop of MGM over here with uh, my man from uh, Jonathan from Jewish State that has graciously allowed us to come into his place, crash his party. And so I'm here with you guys having a great time. Beautiful. This is the first time I'm trying this. It is full body, there's no doubt about it, but I'll tell you it's well balanced for a full body cigar, which I am not a big fan of. I really can't handle very, very full body cigars. I'm handling it without a problem, although I, I can definitely feel the strength of it, but it's not killing me. It's, it's not, not going to kill you, but it has it's full nicotine. I mean, full nicotine. So that that's that that's the thing about the cigar, is that you know it's going to creep up on you, but yet it's got so much flavor and so much you enjoy this cigar, and that that's really one of the things that, that I, I truly like about the cigar. And the, the, the feedback's been phenomenal. And this is Skip. How you doing, Skip? This is this is made for your palate. The say cigar. say your again. Your. Okay. With our, with an R. With an R. The yard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is made for my You're getting a kick out of my uh, my accent here. Uh, Actually, when you guys get together, when you and Marvin get together and start talking, it's like, that's Dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's like this. Let me guess you're from uh, Boston, Mass. That's right. Uh, he made the cigar to actually yeah, be, we, be the perfect cigar for your palate. Well, we made it together. Okay. Yeah, and... It, and really, it was for his palate too. I mean, it's just Mike. Mike generally hasn't hasn't. I th- think of commercially, right? Yeah. Since you've, 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 you've smoked a lot of cigars. You've yeah. been in the industry. What did you say? Twenty six years. Twenty six years. And yet, here's a guy over a period of time that has refined in his palate, right? Yeah. So for me, when I think of the market, when I think of the bigger players in the industry, 65, 70% of that is mild to medium. So on the lighter side of medium, full flavor cigars. Right? Well, it also has to do with our different smoking um, habits, right? Mike generally smokes in the morning, a couple of cigars before lunch. Then, then he, he's got family responsibilities. He's at home. He's in an environment where you can't smoke as much. Me, I smoke all day long. You're so, the guy I want as a customer. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So once we once we kind of start smoking together more, and, and, and I'm like, okay, Mike, 
you're on your fourth or fifth cigar of the day. It's seven or eight o'clock at night. You just ate dinner. What kind of cigar do you smoke? Let's make a cigar that, for that, right? Let's, and that's what I smoke because if you smoke. If I smoke my cigars all day long, by the second or third one, I can't really taste them anymore. That's right. I had a cigar in my my shop that. Uh, that I really liked, and I and I gave it to Mike, and I said, "Do you like this?" He goes, "Oh yeah, this is great. It's got a lot of." He goes, "But we could do something way better than this." I'm like, "You can't. We, this is good. You can't. This is it." Yeah, you don't even know how to make cigars like that. You know, you, this is better. This is better than your cigars, and you're saying you can make better than this. Yeah. He started bringing me samples like for months and months and months. How about this one? How about this one? And so, do so you oh, have a cigar store yourself? I did have a cigar store. Okay. Yeah, it, it got hit by a Hurricane Ike oh, in uh, Galveston, Texas. Yeah. Oh my. Goodness. We really have two separate businesses. Mike has Costa Rican Imports, and he kind of takes care of the factory side, the production side, the uh, tobacco procurement side, um, and I work on the the, re- the retailing, the branding, the uh, and we work together on the blending. So. That's awesome. You guys known each other for a long time. Probably three or four years. Yeah. Yeah. Right, after, right after the hurricane hit, whenever he came back from Galveston. We started spending more time together. Yeah. And how it happened is in Austin, Texas, we're out, kind of like being on an island. Everybody's in Florida. Everyone's in these little places that are isolated, but yet there's a lot of people in the industry in these pockets. In, in our neck of the woods, it was just he and I. So yeah. Because we had a lot of the same friends, we the same culture. It just was, you know, it just made sense. Talking, talking Yeah, well, I, I know Texas is a big cigar smoking state. There's no doubt about it. So yeah, for sure. Lots and lots of cigars. They like everything big, right? Big in Texas. So now uh, you, you have the, your regular line of cigars out. Yes, the, the Adrian's line, which is the core line in Maduro, Connecticut. We're working with John actually to procure more wrapper leaf so that we can start making larger production. Jonathan Drew. Yeah. Yeah. And. Uh, um, you know, John's been down there in Esteli for a long time. He's been through the stuff we're going through years and years ago. And, you know, this cigar, the, the cigar industry is, you know, full of great people. And John's been a uh, almost like a mentor for me. And, and, and in terms of, you know, Mike, in terms of Costa Rica, there's not very many people who know that, that part of the cigar business better than Mike. But in terms of Esteli, it was new to both of us. So John's been a huge help. Uh, Chris Kelly from Tess has been a huge help in helping us understand that market, um, all the different you know people who make boxes, people who make labels, people who who do the the pre customs uh, export uh, preparation, the logistics stuff, and you know the guys have been doing business down there for a while. Have done a great job of helping us you know get to know those people. This broadleaf that's used on it, this is similar to what's used on Liga Pavada. I, I don't know. I mean, you'd have to ask John uh, that. It is a broadly Maduro Connecticut. Yeah. Now, whether or not it comes from the same fields or crops that they do, that those are secret trades. I'm sure they probably would die before they give to us. I would say it's a lot different. I would say it's different. It is very different. I, I think I it's a lot it different. It's, it's cured differently. I mean, it looks different. No doubt about it when you pull out a league. You know, this is a little bit more rustic. Yeah. yeah. It's got a nice sheen to it. It's a whole completely different cigar than anything John makes. Um, I mean, he was just telling me earlier, you know, when someone wants something full, whatever, he gets it, but when they want over the top full, he, he kind of points them in our direction. That he, he's a big fan. You 
were mentioning some of the names. Some really side. cool names. Harry Knuckles, like punch you in the face. Boom, he's like, nah, nah, nah. So what do you think about? I'm not making a cigar called Harry Knuckles. Okay, he said, what, what do you think about? What do you think about? Harry Palm, maybe. Oh no. <laughs> so he said the knuckle drag. I said, well, for it to be knuckle drag, I said it's got to be like a short four by fifty-two, four by fifty, something short and stumpy. You know what I mean? Like knuckle yeah. drag, right? Now name some of the sizes, the different sizes, names that you have here. Okay. Well, we have the knuckle drag, which is a four by fifty-two. We have the cranium, which is the Corona, which cranium. is cranium. Cranium. Okay. Cerebral, right? There we go. The uh, then we have the EMH. For early you guys on, put a lot of thought in this. Very good. Yeah. I put way too much it, thought it, into this. It's a lot of fun. This good. guy only sleeps about two or three hours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then we have the early modern human, the EMH. Yeah. Um, the mandible is like the jawbone. So basically, the characteristics of that of the Cro-Magnon. So, okay. Yeah. And these are being rolled out of Costa Rica? No, these are in SLE. The Cro-Magnon is an SLE. SLE yeah. okay. And soon we'll be, we'll be, we'll, we'll be, so the idea, so we just, we just built a small factory in downtown San Luis, in SLE. And so the idea is to start kind of moving everything into one centralized location. It'll be easier to scale, it'll be easier for, to control. Instead of having to go to two different countries and working on two different yeah. things, just go to one, do it all. So, so we're enjoying the Cro-Magnon. On, on top of the MGM Grand, what a beautiful night, and you guys did a great job. Thanks, thank, man. thank you Thanks very you much. It's beautiful out here. All right, thank you. That's Skip and Mike, Cro-Magnon. Unfortunately, no samples. I do smoke it with them. Tasted like a nice cigar. Um, and talk about a micro brand. I mean, a Ultra handful micro. Of, yeah, a handful, but, but, but interesting. Uh, and uh, hopefully they're going to get ready and market this thing and get it out there. But these uh, bloggers that are out there, they knew it. They knew what it was, and uh, here it is, a guy that's got a few cigar stores, never heard of it before. So it was great to see them and uh, all those guys on there. What what an interesting night that was. Biggest fans of cigars there is, better than most cigar retailers themselves. So uh, And they know their stuff. They know their stuff. And they know their stuff long before anyone else knows their stuff. There's a couple of guys out there, I don't know how they do it, They're, they're like great investigative reporters. That really is the best way to put it. Yeah. They dig deep. I mean, they Charlie can't. Charlie is not afraid to make some phone calls and get right in there. And if it aggravates the cigar companies, whatever, he's getting the information. And uh, Wearing him down. It's awesome. And he doesn't have to worry that they're not going to sell him the next brand or the hard-to-get stuff. Yeah, he anything. buys his own stuff. He trades to get the cigars. <clears throat> That's Charlie from Cigar Feed, just to give him a little love. Yeah, awesome. Awesome stuff. So anyway, uh, we're smoking this new cigar. It's not actually a new cigar. I guess the cigar's been around. Um, I talked to Mel Gonzalez. Uh, Canny Mall. Canny Mall. Is, is how it's pronounced. C-A-N-I-M-A-O is the cigar. Made in Miami in Little Havana. And... Um, what he was telling me is he's a third-generation uh, Cuban cigar maker, and when he came to the U.S., which was in 1992, got here in a boat, fled out of Cuba. Uh, he gets here. Um, he wants to be in the cigar business, but his family told him, no, go to school, um, and he went for chemistry uh, in school. But the whole time, he wants to get back into the cigar business. So starts up in 2000, ups and downs, uh, got out of the business, got back in, had a hard, hard time getting the, the company going, became a door-to-door vacuum cleaner salesman. So this is a tough business. After you do that, I guess, no problem, let's get back in the cigar business. Um, and he gets uh, becomes... Uh, 
um, learns the face-to-face approach to sales. So like going to school, mm. you know, learns sales, and then um, gets back into the cigar business. Um, it's you're going to get good at one thing. If you're going to have a single skill set, yeah. learn how to sell. Oh, yeah. You'll have a job for the rest of your life. In any occupation, it, you can be selling anything. You just learn the formula. That's it. So Hone he, your skills. He feels that's what he did. Uh, about five years ago, he went full-time back into the cigar business. Uh, he's there in Cali Ocho in Little Havana, uh, Miami, and has a uh, little six-roller shop, six rollers, and boutique premium cigars. And um, he says he's not very technical. He found us on Facebook, so that's pretty good anyway. And um, on Flagler Street, if you're looking, Flagler is uh, right where um, Padron is. So he's got some deep competition over there. He says he doesn't do so well in the Miami area anyway. It's it's uh, some cigar stores that took a liking to his brand and keep keep him in business. Uh, his his motto, or his his whole main focus is quality fresh. So we got a little into that because. A lot of the people feel like aging cigars. You know, the last thing you want is a fresh cigar, right? You want um, well-aged and, you know, the first cigar we smoked, 1999. You know, you're talking about a 12-, 13-year-old cigar. Well, you could still roll that cigar from 99 tobacco, smoke it three days later, and it's terrible because it's loaded with ammonia as going to a fermenting process. Tobacco is a re-fermenting. He's telling me that he likes to roll the cigar, age him for 14 days, the process has happened, it's ready, and it's quality fresh at that point. And, that, and that's what he's sticking by. And he says, these cigars that I sent you, which I got earlier in the week, maybe three days ago, they were rolled 14 days before he mailed them out to us. So it's 17 days old. Um, you were mentioning uh, while we were having that, uh, playing that interview, that your cigar is burning perfectly. Yeah. So that's a, that's a sign. No moisture of, um, problem. So it's well-aged tobacco that was rolled 14 days ago, is is what what appears to be here. Hmm. I'm picking up some some tannic notes and a little bit of sourness, and I'm wondering if that would go away if you aged it another month, if it would settle in a little bit more. I'm not completely sure. I sign up to the fresh concept myself, but it's not a bad cigar at all. I'm not talking bad about it. I, I got a little bit of spice. Uh, all subtleties. It, it's not very, yeah. you know, the cigar we smoked, obviously the first cigar we smoked, which I thought would have been the milder of the two, is absolutely the opposite. This one, this is um, medium to, to a little less than medium, maybe. Medium or maybe straight on medium. The last one was medium to full, at least. So this is at least a step or two down in strength. Good for me. I wish I did it the other way around as far as smoking it. He has two blends, a natural and... Uh, a, a natural and a natural Maduro, meaning no painting, no boiling the tobacco, no, you know. So Do it's they no- separate it the way Padron does, where they just lay them all out and go, okay, from this line over, that's the Maduro, this line over is the natural? I have no idea. I will go to the factory and look at it. Six rollers, it's probably a nice take to meet him. He was a very, very uh, nice guy to talk to, Mel Gonzalez, and uh, very decent cigar, and you're talking uh, 6 to $7 range. And, uh, you know, he's trying to make a living in a, a small company, and I wish him all the luck in the world. I think he did a good job. Congratulate, congratulations, Mel Gonzalez. Canny Mall, C-A-N-I-M-A-O, right there on Flagler in, in, um, in Miami. 
And uh, all right, it's all about another Mr. Jonathan flavor of the week. Flavor of the week on this cigar. On this cigar, if you have lemonade that you don't put too much sugar in, you keep it on the sour side. Mm -hmm. You just cut the acidity with the sugar enough. I'm getting a lot of lemon, but not the acidity side of it. Just a little bit of the sour. Like the the thing in my mind was cutting a lemon and dip a little bit in sugar and lick it. Bam. So faint, though. Right? Is it just me? Maybe it's, it's, it's subtle, subtle flavors. It's, yeah, subtle flavors. We're not talking being clobbered over the head, but that's the that's the analogy that I obviously licking a lemon, it's going to be a big explosion. But I, I actually got pictures of lemons in my head. Mm. Cigars communicating. Yeah, a little honor. citrusy, little 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 spicy. All right, we, we're 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 early on, so we're going to smoke this through the whole hour and see what we what we say. How's the draw, by the way, with the shuriken uh, cutter? It's very good. I did have to go a little further in my mouth because my lips were covering over it, so that was interesting that that's what... It, it's slicing on the side, so where you tend to put your lips, which on a regular rounded cigar, it's going to do right at the head of it, but on this one, it waited until it went up a little further, exactly where I put the lips, and I'm like, at, at the beginning, I'm like, no, it didn't cut it at all. That's why I went in for a second cut, but it was, my lips were exactly on the exact place it cut, so I have to go a little further in my mouth. No problem. I like the cutter. Yeah, it's awesome. I think it works better on thicker ring gauge cigars than thinner ones because of that problem. I don't like having the cigar buried in my mouth, but one thing that I will bring back from last week, I love Maduro wrapper, and I'm not as big a fan of Connecticut wrapper, so that cutter adds extra flavor, extra Maduro flavor, because you have the end cap, whereas uh, it didn't do so well for me with the Connecticut because it added too much Connecticut flavor, some a flavor that I like in smaller quantities. So a Connecticut shade wrapper, I would use a standard cutter, and a Maduro, man, is it good. Now, I noticed on the chat box, which we looked at uh, while we went to that um, taped interview, that the guys are asking... For your take on the cigar you mentioned last week that you were going to smoke right after the show, I was here. He absolutely did, which is the new JFR 7x70. That's 7 inches long by 70 ring gauge. The cigar is going to retail for $7.70. And I'll tell you, you got you, you got your money's worth because the show got over at 2 o'clock, and he smoked it till he walked out the door at 6 o'clock, and there was plenty left. When you say plenty, plenty like a good two inches or half the cigar was left. No, I wouldn't say half the cigar. He did a good job with it. Anyway. It was just just past halfway. There was wow. you could have smoked it for another two hours easily. It burned really quick the first eighth of the cigar, really quick. I thought, wow, <laughs> this thing's going to be a one-hour event, and then all of a sudden it just stopped and it kept smoking. And I got. You ever have to relight nothing? I did have to relight because I was talking to my friend Ed Angers in the back, and so we talked too much, and it went out. But uh, no lighting problems as far as if I paid attention to it and yeah. drew on it every 30 seconds. It was fine. Way, way too much smoke. It was it was to a degree that it was it was over overwhelming at first. I mean, I'm choking on it. You know, it's so big. How did you cut the cigar? I used a, a regular cutter. Guillotine cutter. Uh, regular guillotine cutter. It just barely cut the, the cap off. Uh, like I said, too much smoke. As I'm smoking it, one of the flavors that developed is a baked chicken skin. Seasoned. How do you get them? Baked How do you get folks? Chicken skin. I don't know where. Very fatty. Spice. There was a, uh, some hints of garlic. You could taste some thyme in there. 
even some parsley. It was like so somebody baked a nice chicken with the skin right on it and just like and, and high heat so that it got crispy. You could it was eating chicken while I was smoking the cigar. And I'm a vegetarian. I don't eat chicken. But you you have. Obviously. I had when I was a kid. Yeah, my mom used to make chicken. And that's she how you. It. And that's what you remember the chicken tasting like, or the spices <laughs> all over the chicken. <laughs> I like that flavor, by the way. That that chicken skin. Oh man, oh, it was on the head. Best. So now you want to taste the cigar because it tastes like chicken skin. For, yeah. Cigar. You may not get to the chicken skin point because you you go to light it up. First of all, it takes three minutes to light because mm. you, you're going around and around and you're checking. No, I missed a spot. Around and around, <laughs> and then. It finally lights, and you are choking on a forest fire smoke. It's just so much. But as it went on, it, it turned into a, a pretty good cigar. I kept it lit for four and a half hours. It was. I finally had to put it down because I had some place to go. Well, they're going to come out in a, in a month or two, I think. Uh, JFR 7 by 70 $7.70. Probably lasts you seven hours. Yeah, yeah, just like the digger. You want to smoke it once, try it. And who knows? It may be your everyday smoke. Well, if, if you, you have that much time if on your hands. If you're retired, maybe. I mean, it's a not not extremely strong either. It didn't make me lightheaded. I would say it's a straight medium. Hmm. Uh, there were points it did change a couple times. There were points it went crossed into medium plus. How about the ash? Did, did the ash hold on for a long period of time before it went? So long. I, I was easily a third of the way in. I mean, there was. And the ash was held. Oh, man. Is this like a cigar for the longest ash contest type of thing? This would be the one. Yeah? This would be the one. But it's an all-day. No bending on the ash either. Ed pointed out, you know, I was smoking it regular, hoping it would just fall off, really putting it to the test. The ash never bent. It never tilted. It just stayed there. And you ended up tapping the ash off? I had to. Like I said, it went out yeah, okay. over a third of the way through. So then you Too had much to talking. relight. Interesting. The candy mall might be a candidate, too, for Not, long ash. Yeah. Well made. There's no doubt about the cigar is well made. The way it's burning and everything. Um, you know, I think he um, looking at inside the ash. You see all the little spiral things. I think he like makes tubes. A little tubular action. Yeah. And two bar. And two bar. Very good. Nice. I pay attention, unlike some people. Okay. So uh, you know, I'm gonna. I got this rumor thing that I was gonna do this week, and it's different rumors that I heard. In the show, I'm not saying these things are true at all. I'm saying this is you're not lending credence. You're just reporting right now. Oh, just, these are the different things I heard, and you're going to believe me. I mean that the show was full of rumors, and I could talk the whole show about different rumors. The rumor and, show. And while this was uh, while we were playing that taped interview and stuff, I was looking at the rumors, and I have made a decision to pass on the rumor thing this week. Okay. Really? I am, I am going to pass on it for the fear of pissing anybody off and getting myself in any kind of trouble. Do you want me to read it? Nope. <laughs> I'll read it. No, I don't even want to tell you what, what some of these things Just are. Just give me a little bit. But it's a long story. But Folks, uh, if you would like Mr. Jonathan to jump <laughs> on the rumor mill... And report to you the way David should because he's a big fat chicken. No, I'm not a chicken. You just and, and I'll tell you after the show and, and explain to you some of the things because what what we should do right in being the cigar authority is just double check some of these things before we say something stupid. Because you just say allegedly it, and then you're covered. That's no, what I don't want to be covered. I, I don't want to. I don't want to hurt anybody and I don't want to say anything. Talk about at the tail end here. I mean, I'm ready to do this thing, and then I'm looking at it, and I'm saying, you know what? Maybe not. 
So let's skip that. And I'm not saying maybe next week or something. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to research a little little further on a couple of these things before I do it. Make some phone calls. J- just, hey, this is what I heard. You want to comment on this? And if the guy said, you know, whatever. Speaking of uh, no comment, I did hear back on Facebook from Sam Lachia, and he officially is not commenting. That's the way to go. Um, He's exercising his Fifth Amendment rights. <laughs> okay. Uh, when uh, we're going to – Jesus, show's – Flying by, I got so much more to talk about. Um, we're going to take a break. When we come back, um, we got the copycats. I want to talk to you about the littering in New Hampshire, the, the uh, Framingham, Massachusetts, um, losing your, your your civil rights and uh, ridiculous stuff that's going on. Deval Patrick in Massachusetts messing everything up. We got all the events that are coming up, and you got the birthday stuff you want to talk about. So stick around. We got lots more coming up. You're listening to the Cigar Authority and the Cigar Authority Radio Network. Fleur de Lorraine. She came from the streets of Paris. Fleur de Lorraine is a magnificent jewel of a cigar with a contemporary French style and prestige. Fleur de Lorraine marries rare aged tobaccos in old world craftsmanship. Fleur de Lorraine. Deep layers of lush tobaccos fuse in a symbol of charismatic intensity for luxurious expression with no concession. Fleur de Lorraine. Discover Fleur de Lorraine's rich, bold taste with a little European flair. Fleur de Lorraine. Discover the extraordinary craftsmanship behind every Fleur de Lorraine. Fleur de Lorraine. Discover Fleur de Lorraine's elegance, charm, and value. Fleur de Lorraine, now available in natural or Maduro. Discover Fleur de Lorraine cigars at fine tobacconists everywhere. Fleur de Lorraine. Fleur de Lorraine. From the streets of Paris to you. Let me ask you a serious question. Do you like what you're doing for a living? Are you sick of being in the rat race, living life on other people's terms? Hi, this is Chuck Morrison from MakingMountainsMove.com, and I challenge you to take back control of your life and make mountains move to live the life that you were meant to live. If you have a dream, a burning desire, but feel miles away from living it, I can help. You see, I used to be a stressed out corporate slave with time for everyone but me and my family until I made the decision to follow my heart and pursue my passion. Today, I'm living life on my terms and helping people achieve the same in record time. Look, you have a purpose to serve in this life, and I can guarantee you it's not to be stuck inside of some job or some career that's sucking the life right out of you. It's time for you to take back control of your life. It's time for you to make mountains move. Take the first step today. Head on over to makingmountainsmove.com and sign up for my free number one secret to help you get out of your job and into your dream. It's time for you to make mountains move. I say, sir, enjoying a good cigar shouldn't cost you a fortune, and it doesn't have to when you light up a classic. Classic brand cigars are priced right, and there is a blend or size just right for you. Classic Connecticut is a mild and smooth smoke, while the classic Maduro is deep, dark, and delicious. The classic Cameroon has a hint of natural sweetness that will keep you coming back for more and more. 
but it's the classic Cuban that is bold and full-flavored, just like the classic Cuban cigars from before the embargo. Every classic blend is available in four classic sizes. The Robust, Toro, Churchill, and Torpedo. But whichever one you choose, a classic cigar will guarantee you a smooth and easy draw. Classic Cigars. The name says it all, sir. The ads are all over TV and radio. Foreclosure, default, loan modification. If you're having trouble making your mortgage payments, before you give up, ruin your good name and lose your home, you need to call Paul Antonelli, that short sale guy. As a Coldwell Banker agent, Paul specializes in helping people sell their home in a short sale. You see, a short sale is a complicated transaction most real estate agents don't understand. Not every homeowner can qualify for a short sale, and some lose valuable time and money when they try the short sale process only to to find that they don't qualify. Paul understands the process and knows the steps for a successful short sale. When you call, Paul will cover all the necessary details and tell you if a short sale is possible on your property. Remember the name, Paul Antonelli, or go to thatshortsaleguy.com and watch Paul's informational videos. Then call and let his expertise guide you to a successful short sale. You're at your computer now, so go to thatshortsaleguy.com. Paul Antonelli and the short sale team. Go to thatshortsaleguy.com. Born of cold Russian winters, the wheat of hammer and sickle is hand-cleared in the Black Earth region, then dry shipped to the distillery, where masters of the craft distill and filter hammer and sickle six times, transforming the harvest into a smooth, super-premium vodka, worthy of its Russian heritage. Hammer and sickle, super-premium vodka, Russian reborn. 40% alcohol by volume, imported by Clean Spirits, LLC, Massachusetts. Please enjoy responsibly. And we are back live at Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. Exit 1 off Route 93 if you want to come by and say hi. And this is the Cigar Authority radio show. Which uh, Charlie Pateri swung by last week. I, I was expecting to see him again this week. He's up on vacation. He's one of our boys on the chat box. Okay. He was actually in the store last week and said hi to us, shook our hand. Nice. Smoked cigars with us afterwards. It was nice to see him. Come on by. Take the pilgrimage someday and see the Cigar Authority. We'll give you a cigar. You can chime in with us and whatever. So come on by and say hi. We do this every single week at a cigar shop because we truly have to smoke cigars during the show because that's what it's all about. And we're smoking this new cigar to us. It's been around for a while. Canimal, C-A-N-I-M-A-O. They say that's the way to pronounce it. And it's Mel Gonzalez who put the cigar out. Made in Miami. Small little boutique factory with six cigar rollers in it. And uh, he's trying to make a living over there. He sent us some samples. Is that six pairs of rollers or six people total? Six rollers, he told me. So I don't know if that's pairs or what. Because one person does the bunching, one person does the rolling. Do you factor that in? Do you know, Mikey? No, we don't know. We'll just know six when we people, see it. Mikey thinks. It might just be six, and they do bunching one day or for a couple hours, and then they do the rolling. I don't know. Uh, I'll, I'm gonna. I go down. I take a, a trip every single January. I go see all the guys down there in the Miami area. It's cold up here. There's no business. I spend a few days down there. I told Mel I will definitely be stopping by for sure. I want to see the operation and uh, wish him uh, all the luck. Cigar's burning well, tasting good. 
Uh, again, we smoked the strongest cigar before it. That was my mistake. I, I wish we went the other way around. I don't feel like, unless the cigars are so night and day that it really makes a difference, we're not talking about a huge difference. You know, we're on the lower end of medium with this one. The other one was on the upper end of medium. For me, not a big difference. I'm still pulling out all the flavors that I would have pulled out, I feel, had I smoked it first. There's, there's nothing wrong with this cigar. Very, very tasty. Um, as far as uh, how it looks, the wrapper is beautiful. It's oh, it's good gorgeous. Tobacco. Yeah. It's, it's quality. Um, honestly, I noticed a triple cap. Oh, was there on Cuban yours? Style, I, yeah. I have a torpedo, so I don't see that. Um, good job. Aesthetically, beautiful. Burning, beautiful. Yeah. Everything's nice. Do we have price a price point? Win? Yep, in the 6 to $7 range. Okay. Uh, so priced fine, I would say in the sweet spot right there, right? So uh, everything looks good. I threw a, a theory out while we were at the Red Sox game. I was talking to someone that does the advertising for Comcast. I did not miss my opportunity to see if we could work a deal and get on public access television. That's probably not going to happen, but I, I pitched the guy anyways. Um, would you say that cigar companies pricing their cigars in that sweet spot of six to eight dollars yep. are trying to pull people from the twelve dollar range down it absolutely happens so they're making a twelve dollar cigar they're just selling it at the six to eight dollar range and saying hey you guys up there test the water down here it's nice well what happens is if you if you want to have a boutique cigar and make some money you come out with a uh, you don't have to sell all that many ten twelve dollar cigars and you're gonna make a living, you're gonna be fine. You start getting down, you're gonna go into the six to eight dollar range, you're there with a lot of people, you're gonna sell you're gonna to have to sell an awful lot more because your profit margin is much, much less. You're gonna to have to sell a lot more, and then you take somebody like Perdomo to lowest his prices, and he, and he said right to us that if I'm gonna bring this cigar down to five dollars and below, I need to grow the company about forty percent. That is huge. You're talking on a guy that makes millions and millions of cigars to begin with. 40% more of, let's assume it was 5 million cigars, 40% more of 5 million cigars is 2 million more. 2 million more, that's a lot more to sell. And you know what? Knock on wood and good for him. He took the chance, and he's rocking. He is. That was one of the busiest busiest boots at the show. He wow. a great 37%? At the show alone. Wow. That's a number I just can't imagine growing. On a huge number. I mean, if you only sell 100 cigars, 37% more is you only got to sell 37 more cigars. On 5 million. <laughs> it's huge number. Huge, huge number. What I saw at the show was um, not a lot of, wow, new things like this cutter and stuff. And then you go to the show and you try to find the new things and stuff. What you see there is copycats. And what a copycat is, is when you're a kid that's using ch in, in children's use and stuff, who a copycat is, um, it's, a, it's, it's a term of doing the exact same thing somebody else is doing. It was stolen, people Duplicate. theorized, from actually seeing kittens who learn how to do their behavior by watching their adult parent cat you know the adult parent will show them okay it'll go hunt the mouse and half kill it and then put it down and then the kitten will go up and attack the half dead mouse and learn right. how to do it by mimicking the behavior of its parent cool and monkey i seat. love having chuck here right That's here it. looking at chuck yeah. instead of over there it's, it's yeah. good it's awesome so if it seems like we're turning a little off to the right when we're looking at the camera that's because uh, that's what chuck is this right is there. new chuck new chuck yeah, that's it. That was his hand that just went by there. So monkey see, monkey do, whatever. And and it, it's not just the cigar industry; it's every industry. You know, the soda industry. Yeah. Um, copy everything. what works. Yeah, copy what works. And um, 
There's trademark issues. Uh, trademark issues are if you put something out that's confusing to the public, that it's so much alike that the public comes in and they end up getting Macanuda, and they came in for Macanudo and they didn't see that the O ended up having a little line next to it. You fooled them. Therefore, that's against the law. But if if they can somehow say, you know, um, this cigar with the little uh, tail on it, big giant tail that looks like a firecracker, now it looks like um, a firecracker a little longer. It's not going to confuse the public. You don't have an issue. You don't have, you know, if, if the person isn't confused. Well, this is the issue I have because there's lots of stuff that I look at and I go, Oh, that's such and such. Copy of this. You know, as you're going through, copy of this, copy of that. It's copy, you know, over and over and over. Do you know who Mark Cuban is? Mark Cuban yes. is the owner of the uh, Dallas Mavericks. Yep. Very successful entrepreneur. He's got a great quote that I'm reminded of right now. He says, in the world of business, there's innovators, imitators, and idiots. And that's exactly what you guys are talking about here. <laughs> and I, you gotta give a, you got to give a bow to the guy that is the innovator. You know, whether you, the second guy maybe have marketed the product even better and sold more and whatever, but there's a guy that came up with the concept of, of what this is, and I pay homage to that guy anyway that, that did it. Um, looking at some of the biggest copycats out there, not necessarily cigars, uh, I looked up copycat, and some things that came up over and over and over was Beyonce. Called the biggest copycat ever. Copycat of J-Lo, Michael Jackson, and Janet Jackson were some of the things that said it. Now, I, I'm not familiar I, with Beyonce. Yeah, well, I don't think she's copying them. I mean, they, they, they set the tone and said, okay, this is what it is to be a pop star. And she is following along with pop culture, which the pop culture was created by the Jacksons, let's face it, and people like Madonna. So... I don't know that I agree with her being a copycat. I don't think she wakes up in the morning and says, how can I be like Janet Jackson? Um, Lady Gaga. Again, I don't feel she's a copycat. People call her the Madonna of the 2000s, but she is... She's a cross between Marilyn Manson and Madonna. Marilyn Manson or Madonna never wore an outfit made of meat. She's awesome. And I feel like she is an innovator, not a copycat. Well... I don't care for her music, but... Innovator, nonetheless. Some of the things I saw copycats of at the show was obviously the firecracker thing that I allude to over and over again. Um, the um, monster series by Pete Johnson, lots of stuff that kind of looked like that stuff. He's getting beat up. Uh, his his whole shtick, his whole rock star type of thing has been copycatted over and over and over. Nub continues to be copycatted over and over and over. Uh, big ring gauges. It started off with Diamond Crown. Um, Nick Perdomo was big on the ring on the big ring gauges. Now everybody's doing it. Um, and most recently, one that really kind of bothered me was Altadas. These are the people that um, do Monte Cristo and Romeo and Juliet. They have a new brand coming out. A sweet tip cigar called Diamondback. Now, the cigar it's imitating is Baccarat. This is Diamondback. Sweet tip. Baccarat was Sal Fontana, the guy that passed away, invents Baccarat many, many years ago. Out of respect, nobody did copycat this guy. It was the only sweet tip cigar out there. It was the only Baccarat-sounding cigar out there. Nobody ends up messing with him. He passed away this year, and uh, <laughs> I go to the booth and they said, we want to show you the cigar, and there it was, the copycat of Baccarat called Diamondback. It's there to confuse the public. It 
pissed me off, to tell you the truth. Sal's rolling in his grave. I mean, it's... You know, maybe you look at it a couple ways. They have the decency to wait till the guy died before they uh, go try to do what. Well, if he do. was alive, I feel like he would have gone for their throat. But that, that's the one that bothered me the most. Maybe I shouldn't be bothered at all, but I end up getting bothered by walking through and, and seeing the copycat stuff that goes out there. You know. Get some originality going. This show is flying by. I got so much to talk about. He's he's raising his hand. We got a few minutes left. Oh, I thought he was giving you the finger. No, no that was the hand. <laughs> oh, sorry, Chuck. God. Uh, there's so much to talk about. Let's quickly go into um, uh, the littering problem that is happening here in Hampton Beach, New Hampshire. That they are up in arms uh, because they're finding cigarette butts apparently and soda cans. And I read that entire article cover to cover, okay. and not one mention of finding. Spent cigars on the beach. Right. And they want to come out with a law. Rather than just enforce the littering law, you see someone leave. The, it's easy to see. There's people littering all over the place. Thousands and thousands of pounds of trash. You see someone litter, you give them a ticket. Right. So instead, enforce the laws you have. Right? Let's go after the smokers who are uh, the cigarette smokers are littering. There's butts everywhere. Go after them for littering. Yeah. Give them a fine. Right. Make some money. Well, they say it is something that they cannot. Um, uh, enforce? Enforce. Yet now they want to make a no-smoking law that they can't enforce and add two unenforceable laws. I want to get a cigar and sit out by the rocks in, in the ocean, away from everybody that will just leave me alone and have a cigar and, and watch the, the waves come yeah. in and stuff and bother nobody. Ponder the this is your what, belly button for crying out this loud. This is what they want to stop. This, you know, the, the, the world's going crazy. The country is going downhill so freaking fast and bad, and this is where the attention's going. You know, clogging the system up with stupid... Um, they're not laws yet, but even clogging the system with, with uh, filing something ridiculous like this is ridiculous, and, and whoever it is should be thrown out just for even uh, wasting the time on this, along with somebody like Deval Patrick, the governor of Massachusetts. Dink, dink. Dink, 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 dink. Oh, sorry. They added, they added a, a, uh, something in, into it where the cigar bars that are in Massachusetts would only be able to survive for 10 years, and then it would be against the law to have a cigar bar. Finally, somebody comes forward. They, they make a, um, a bill. It passes the House and Senate that says, you know what? Leave these people alone. They're not bothering anybody. It passes. It goes through. The Val Patrick makes his way into this mess and actually vetoes the thing to stop it and says, no, these people are going to go out of business in seven years. And in seven years, these folks are going to go out of business. So anyone listening in mass, it's time to get off your butts and start voting for anyone this guy, other than him. This guy's a lame duck. He's out at the end of his term anyway. Mm -hmm. and, but, but he's going to just ruin some families before he goes. That's the plan. I hear the so, song again. Oh, my God. Um, what's the other thing? What was the third thing I wanted to say that... that Makes Watch me. City in Framingham, Watch Massachusetts. Framing and they, so, they did it. I, I, I'm not completely sure I'm with you on this particular one. They did get caught selling tobacco products to minors. Now, that is a big no-no as far as I'm concerned. And, now, and, and they got in trouble for it, and, and, and now they're an adult store. They want to stop these guys from self-service in the store. The, the cigar cabinets have to be locked. It's a cigar store. If this was happening just randomly, I would completely agree with you. I am all for punishing someone who does not check IDs and doesn't make sure that they are 
not selling to minors. They should be restricted in any way possible. Fine them, shut them down for the week, or whatever the thing is, is supposed to be that, that they'll enforce the law you already have. But to say now there can be no self-service at any cigar store, including theirs, that the cabinets have to be locked. They have three employees at the store. All the cabinets are locked, and they have to walk the customer over. The next thing you know is going to be you can't see the product. It's going to be behind you. You cannot open the doors I agree. to these things. I, you I cannot agree open the doors. looking at it from that point of view, but I'm very much a stickler. If I found out a cigar shop was selling to minors and not checking IDs, I would boycott them myself. You know how they they get caught selling to a minor? They get entrapped. Entrapment that happens because kids don't want our products. The only kids that come in here are the ones that are brought in by the city or the state to go in here to try to make it happen. They're not interested in our product. So that's, that's all there is to it. Anyway, we got I, I hate glorious outgoing bumper. I love this. Good. I hate to go out on a, on a sour note because I want to be happy because that's what cigar smokers are all about. We're here to have a good time and stuff. But there's so much I didn't get to on the show, so we're going to have lots more next week. This is what happens when the trade show happens, that you hear so much news and so much going on at once. And before the show, we had nothing to talk about. Now I can talk for hours and hours on the show. Next week, we're going to examine... The, the new Cigar Journal magazine, which is really the European Cigar Journal cult, it's now the Cigar Journal, we'll look at that. They have a five-star and 100-point rating system. We're going to rip that apart. We See also we will have Frank Herrera calling in. He's from Cigar, cigar. War and his new cigar. Yes. So that's going to be great there. We've got lots more happening. There's a lot of happening in the cigar world. Hey, enjoy it. Cigars have never been better, folks. This is the time to smoke premium cigars. They're different than everything else. Nothing like it. Premium cigars. We're going to leave you right now. Thank you for listening to us. We'll catch you next Saturday at 12 noon. You've been listening to the Cigar Authority on the Cigar Authority Radio Network. Bye, everybody. Stay classy, San Diego. Hi, this is David Garofalo from the Cigar Authority. I'd like to invite you to visit one of my Two Guys Smoke Shops. Two Guys Smoke Shop is the largest cigar retailer in the world, and I'm very proud of that. It's stogie heaven. Two Guys is conveniently located off Exit 1, off Route 93, 95, and Route 3 in Salem, Seabrook, and Nashua, New Hampshire. You see, there's no cigar tax or sales tax in New Hampshire, and coincidentally, we have built three glorious cigar shops right over the border for your convenience. Take the pilgrimage to Two Guys Smoke Shop in tax-free New Hampshire or find us on the web at twoguyssmokeshop.com. We ship cigars everywhere and single cigars too. Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's stogie heaven. Have you been arguing with your wife about the smell of your cigar smoking? My name is John Sullivan. I can make all that go away with a revolutionary new product called the Auric Pro Shield Air Purifier from the Auric Clean Home Center on Spitbrook Road in Nashua, New Hampshire. This is Mr. Jonathan. I used to get crap from the wife all the time about the smell of my cigar smoking coming up from my studio. But that has all stopped since I got my Auric Pro Shield Air Purifier from the Auric Clean Home Center on Spitbrook Road in Nashua, New Hampshire. Not only does the Auric Air purifier totally eliminate the smell of your cigars, but also dust and dander, bacteria and mold 
including spores and pollen. I'd like to invite you to come see it for yourself and let me personally show you how simple I can fix your problem. The Oric Clean Home Center is located at 8 Spitbrook Road at the corner of the DW Highway in Nashua, New Hampshire, right across the street from Two Guys Smoke Show. Visit my friend John Sullivan in Nashua, New Hampshire. Or call us at 603-595-2122. That's 603-595-2122. Oric, simply amazing since 63. Hey, Sammy B here. Sammy B's Custom Carpentry. Foundation to finish and everything in between. Find a job I can't do. I dare you. At Sammy B's Custom Carpentry, I build everything myself. So you know it's American-made and built to last. I don't subcontract. I'm committed to getting a job, and I'm committed to finishing the job personally. Call for a brochure and references. 603-553-2345. If you can dream it, I can build it. Sammy B's 603-553-2345. Let me ask you a serious question. Do you like what you're doing for a living? Are you sick of being in the rat race, living life on other people's terms? Hi, this is Chuck Morrison from MakingMountainsMove.com, and I challenge you to take back control of your life and make mountains move to live the life that you were meant to live. If you have a dream, a burning desire, but feel miles away from living it, I can help. You see, I used to be a stressed out corporate slave with time for everyone but me and my family until I made the decision to follow my heart and pursue my passion. Today, I'm living life on my terms and helping people achieve the same in record time. Look, you have a purpose to serve in this life, and I can guarantee you it's not to be stuck inside of some job or some career that's sucking the life right out of you. It's time for you to take back control of your life. It's time for you to make mountains move. Take the first step today. Head on over to makingmountainsmove.com and sign up for my free number one secret to help you get out of your job and into your dream. It's time for you to make mountains move. Hi, I'm Mr. Jonathan, the owner and operator of MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com. MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com is your one-stop shop for everything DJ or sound production. We do everything from weddings to backyard barbecues, boat cruises to theme parties. Whether you are planning a small, intimate gathering or a huge 4,000-person event, we have a package to fit your needs. Shoot me an email at info at MrJonathanIsMyDJ.com or call me at 603-475-1391. That's 603-475-1391. 